Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season two of Mother May I Sleep With podcast, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to Lifetime original movies. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. So if you want to be with me, you'll have to take me as I am. You guys, it's the finale. It's the closing episode of Mother May I Sleep With podcast. And I should just at the top of the podcast, I keep like saying like we have Patreon. Just look it up. Like I keep doing this like this is your job. I'm just going to tell you what the Patreon is. It's patreon.com slash M-M-I-S-W-P. So go check that out if you want to donate to the show, because that's how we're going to make season three. I'm working to see if I can get you some lifetime money, me some lifetime money, so I can do this. Girl, they barely put lifetime money into fat like me. No, girl, like, girl, like, no. Like, all of my money went to Steven. Like, I, no, I broke even. I'm breaking even on this podcast. Like, this is... It just cost me about um, 3,000 hours of my life. <laughs> I, like, just can't have children for in exchange for doing this podcast. That's worth all it, it cost me. Yeah, worth it. Um, I probably wasn't going to have them anyway. Um, oh, my God. What are you doing after this? Are you going to bed? Yeah, I know probably. I have to take Why, my... You want to make some babies? Wanna no, I was just going to say, like, I kind of want to go drinking, but that's just... <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to drink to celebrate my lifetime bias. I guess I'll just drink at home like usual. Anyway, so today we're doing To Be Fat Like Me, um, which is, uh, Ronnie calls it a classic. This is a lifetime classic. It yeah. is? Okay, oh, so yeah. it came out 10 years ago. To that, Wouldn't it be crazy if it was two, uh, 10 years ago today? <laughs> Let me see. So for some reason, when I keep loading this, I get a 404 error. So just so you know, um, I don't even think the IMDb page for this movie is loadable, really. I'm opening it up in different tabs because IMDb is like, no, 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 honey. You didn't mean to look at that. Um, But I do want to point out that this is our second Kaylee Cuoco jam. On this podcast, it is. We did not you and I's, but I was going to say, wow. No, she did not play Mary Kay Letourneau. 
And like Ronnie and I also talked about this. I'm going to tell you guys some Kaylee Cuoco trivia and I'm going to read you some Kaylee Cuoco quotes in a little bit just so you can familiar familiarize yourself with the lead. Because if you're like me and you've never watched Big Bang Theory and really only know it's like about nerds or whatever, like you don't know anything. Like I, all I know about her is that she was on the show Eight Simple Rules when John Ritter died. She was married to a guy for six months. And she's on a show about nerds, and she makes a ton of money. I didn't know any of that stuff. I knew her last name sounds like Coco. And I was like, why would you choose a skinny person to play a fat person who kind of sounds like Coco? It's, like, unfair on a lot of levels. So I hated her coming in. gets the job done. Like, this is what I want to say about her. You know, like, tribute to her. She's, I mean, she's no Haley Duff. But, like, if you send Cuoco in to get a job done, she's going to do it. She will put on her triple X V-neck sweater. Oh, yeah. She'll layer, She'll put on 19 sweaters. It's like, I'm not only fat now, I'm blind. Oh I have God. glasses, too. Oh, my God. No, dude. Like, it was... There's so many rough things about this. Like, the fact that she literally dresses like Steve Irwin for her first day of school. Like, I'm literally saying, you know what I mean? Like, she's fat. She's not, like, bad at shopping. Oh, like, this is, why is this also, like, Lane Bryant exists, sweetheart. Like, this is only 10 years ago. It like, there was me. some style. Well. It killed me that she's like, I'm fat. I also have glasses now. Like, <laughs> that's, that's why I'm fat. Like, I can't read the calories on the back of a Doritos or whatever. And you know Kelly brought that to the table. At the table. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, like, yeah, guys, no. what if I wore glasses? <laughs> So, well, you're forgetting that there, the the glasses have a very specific function that is oh, hugely true. important to the film. They're not just like fake out, you know, Zoe Deschanel and New Girl glasses. Well, they couldn't even make those for like Google Glass two years ago for billions of dollars. Like no, no, they no, couldn't no, no, even no. do that. Now I'm supposed to believe that Kelly gets special like it's spy Kaylee. glasses. It's Kaylee. Kaylee. Kaylee Kowoko. <sighs> She's super I've put fucking so much famous. Into this girl. Do you know who she is? She's American famous. But before we get into this, like she's like America, like loves her. Like if Kaylee Cuoco walked into a mall, like it would shut the fuck down. Like it literally would just like people would be like screaming and ripping their shirts off and just like losing their minds. And we'd know because she'd be recording it in her fucking fat glasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ronnie and I are gonna be cracking a lot of fat jokes because let's be real, this is a movie. Called To Be Fat Like Me. Okay. Yeah, and guess what? To Be Fat Like Me. I'm fat. So this <laughs> was... is one of those. I can say gay things and fat things and Lebanese things and web toes things. So get off my ass. You have web toes? Two on each. Well, kind of, they're like half web. They go like this. Like. Okay, cool. And I was a fat child and I'm dyslexic and I wear, I have a lazy eye. I had two <laughs> surgeries. What if, what if Kaylee was uh, dyslexic too? <laughs> oh, she probably is. I mean, I, her character, like, the main thing I but know about her character fat. in this movie is that she can't do math. The only thing I know is she's sporty and can't do math, and her younger fat brother is really smart, and she resents her mother. So I'm going to read some Kaylee Cuoco facts to you. So she's um, from Camarillo, California. Sounds like a dump. Um, she's 5'6". That's one inch shorter than, or yeah, one inch shorter than me. If you need perspective, oh my perspective. gosh, she's tiny. Yeah, she, well, no, I'm kind of tall. You are. Yeah, when people meet me, they're like, "You're taller than I thought you would well, be." Well, especially because I'm sitting up here and I'm like so much bigger than you. Yeah, I look I'm tiny like, down here. No, I'm like Hagrid deer hair. It here. cracks me up when I meet people. They're like, "I thought you were going to be some like little five two Spitfire," and I'm like, 
No, honey, I'm like gig- I'm my I have man hands. That's like how I my hands. You. I'm like my friend Malls, a little five cheese Spitfire. <laughs> yeah, with her fucking baseball glove hands. So she has a younger sister named Brianna Cuoco. Her last name Cuoco translates to cook in Italian. Her father oh, is of Italian well, descent, go. and her mother is of English and German ancestry. Your name means cook. You're hired. Um, she did six Barbie commercials when she was younger. Um. Let me see. She went to homeschool on the set, and she earned her high school diploma at age 16, which isn't real. <laughs> like, you know what that... That's like the Britney Spears diploma. Yeah. When Britney Spears said she got a 16 on her SATs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? When she went on Rosie O'Donnell, she was like, Britney, did you take your SAT? She's like, sure did. And she's like, what did you get on your SAT? She's like, I think like a 16. <laughs> And you know, so this is like literally inspired shade. Like, so, so sometimes just IMDb stating the facts is like an inspired shade. So she ranked number 13 on Maxim Magazine's Hot 100 list of 2011. And then she ranked number 57 on the 2011 FHM Australia's list of 100 sexiest women in the world. Wait, I feel like she needs to leave that like way at the bottom. Yeah. How do you go from Maxim to Well, that? I don't think that she like gets to organize these facts. No, I think she you do. Is that her? Oh, it's her IMDb. Um, she was in a two-year relationship with Johnny Galecki, a.k.a. David from Roseanne. Oh. Yeah, well, and I guess they're also on, in a relationship on, on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, great for them. So I'm going to read you some. Oh, she has openly admitted to having breast implants and a nose job. That's brave. Brave. Like, yeah, literally, I didn't. Brave. I actually didn't read that fact. So I'm going to read you some personal quotes. Okay. On playing the drums. Just 10 minutes of it, and I'm a different person. <laughs> By the way, I'm really sorry for my asthmatic guttural laughs. <laughs> I haven't been able to stop since I got here. Horseback riding is my passion, other than work. People can't imagine me getting dirty, but that's what I love about it. (laughs) You do a job, your show gets canceled, you get used to it. Okay. Um, I love all music. Right now, I'm loving Josh Groban and Kelly Clarkson. I love the fashion world. I love clothes. I love style. Um, and then these, did you hear wax? Wax went, (laughs) um, drums after 10 minutes, I'm a different person. This is the majority of these go back to, which is something that I'm not like, this is not funny. Actually, I think this is one of like literally the most tragic deaths in like Hollywood history recently was John Ritter. Still wasn't recently. I was like in high school when it happened. But um, the rest of these quotes are about John Ritter, so I won't read those, but I will read this, which I might be about John Ritter. I was having a bad day, and my friend said, go wash your hair. I thought it was really silly, but it made me feel so much better. It might be a small thing, but it works. Washing it off and starting over. <laughs> and I told him, you probably didn't expect me to be dirty, huh? <laughs> but I got to wash my hair. Feels good. So um, this movie is... I mean, honestly, I was shocked when I realized this movie was what I thought it was, which is a girl who is skinny decides wags. You sensitive about that? 
It's about a girl who was skinny. Oh, you want your donut. That's what it is. Of course, because we're talking about fat yeah. like me. <laughs> <laughs> Even Wags is being Wags turned. like, I'm hungry. You can't talk about this movie and not feed me, bitch. I'm hungry. Um, so to be fat like me is literally about what you would think it is. Yeah. And I do. I'm going to say I have some issues with this movie being called being named after uh, black like me. <laughs> Well, I like that they had that in the script. I mean, she's like, this is based on the film To Be Black Like Me. No, which, it's a book. <laughs> oh, it's a book, whatever. Oh, how did they do it without a black she's suit? Like, she goes, you know Black Like Me? And her friend's like, a Janie, the film nerd's like, yeah. And she's like, so it's like, so like the guy, he went, he lived as a black person and like reported on the black experience. And she's like, it'll be like that, except I'm a fat. And like her friend Janie's like, I like it. And like, by the way, this is a movie that I love. Lifetime movies sometimes do this where every character is living in a different movie. And like, this is that movie. Like Janie sometimes responds to Kaylee in a way where I'm like, are you responding to like her stunt double? Like, could Kaylee not show up for some of these scenes? Like, it's like literally like they did her takes with like her stand in or something. She's got like her 10 minutes of the drum going on back there. So, <laughs> well, which one, which one are you talking about? The nerd or the best friend? So, the nerd, like the filmmaker. I say nerd because glasses and it's lifetime. Oh, so it's, it's her like, name is okay. So, Janie, or I thought her name was Janie, but it's Jamie. And Jamie's the one that she's making the movie with. Okay. Then we have Kendall, the popular girl with the bangs. Okay, yeah, she needs to die. But and then the other we have. One, Re- I think her reactions were so weird because they kept changing her character as it went along. At first, she was like, I kind of get it because I have glasses. So, I get what fat people think, you know? No, she turned into like a 90s power cunt. Yeah. Like, I literally <laughs> was like, oh fuck like i would not want to run into you backstage at lilith fair like you would like literally (laughs) fucking knife me to death you would too no like this girl like was meant to run shit like she was meant to run shit she is she like if anything this girl grew up to be a hollywood a hollywood power lesbian like she just (laughs) definitely did she was cutthroat there was nothing emotional about it anytime that she'd be like oh so your fat friend's not talking to you get your fat ass back in there Allie. You're failing math. Get like, your shit was, together. We're ruining she this girl's life. So mean. Like I was like, I was like, wow, that is like, I'm, I like, I mean, I can sit here with Ronnie and be mean, but I am not like mean like that. But we're like, not mean to each other like that. Like, shut up, mom, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Get in there and rip somebody a new one. No, well, no, not even each other. But I just mean like, even in business, like I don't think I could be like, you know what? We can always find another you. Like, I'm, <laughs> there's 10 more of you standing outside my door right now. Like, I could never be like that to someone. Like, that's just not my personality, which is probably why I'm not that successful. So um, let's start on our movie. I would disagree, ma'am. Okay, thanks. Um, okay, so we open up on a montage of a very fit Kaylee Cuoco working dun, out. Dun, 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 dun. This music in this rules. was so good. Dude. And it, it never matched. This one kind of matched because it was like, I'm a girl. And then it's like, look, tennis shoes, an iPod. You and know, then like it's an like bacon. <laughs> so Does it's intercut with someone. Have, is every scene, is, every, is Caroline Ray's first scene in everything eating a piece of bacon? I'm I like, mean, can Caroline Ray fucking ever escape this scene? So this is the thing, is that like, I think of Caroline Ray as a comedic actress who was the kooky aunt on Sabrina the Sabrina, Teenage Witch. Yeah. And also she had the Caroline Ray show, which was like a poor man's Rosie O'Donnell, which is saying something. Okay, so. <laughs> and then she was the host of The Biggest Loser. 
loser before Allison Sweeney. Do you remember? Oh, okay. she was the original one, I and never I think she got that. fired for getting too fat. And oh. I went to see Biggest Loser because my friend was on it, oh. and so I went to like the live <laughs> the live finale taping. And poor Caroline Ray. I mean, she came out eating a piece of, you know, a little bite of bacon. No. <laughs> she, did, she didn't. She was chugging bacon bits. Yeah, but um, everyone in the audience is either fat, family of fat, or wants to be thin. Like, you know, it's the biggest loser audience. So we're all bonded in that totally. way. Totally. And so everyone's like, oh my God, is she getting fat? And then she would stand on stage and kind of pull at her suit. Oh, I hate know? that. Like a self-conscious moment. Yeah, I And can't. then they got Sammy from Days of Our Lives to replace her. And now she does Xenadrine articles on, or uh, ads on Instagram. It's sad. It is. So it's sad. Um, Hollywood Long sad. history wrapped up. Five I mean, seconds. speaking of Harvey Weinstein, there's a lot of sad shit going on in Hollywood right now. But oh, can we talk that about that guy was Carol- a fucking pig. I know. Can we talk about Caroline's <laughs> Caroline Ray's struggle to find a, a well-fitted suit? I mean, like, can we talk about that? No. So to see her play, like, okay, so on Sabrina, this aunt was always like... The, she was the cool aunt. So, like, to see her go from being this empowered woman with a bomb-ass updo and, like, interesting sweater combinations to, like, the <laughs> dumpy, sad mom who literally, which we will find out, gave herself diabetes because she couldn't... <laughs> I love that that's, like, that's the thing. You did this to you, mom. Okay, so, like, there's this mystery illness. We'll just tee this up now. There's this mystery illness that, like, Kaylee Cuoco's getting at this whole time. And you're like, what was it? Like, was it, did she talk herself into a deep depression? Like, did she cheat on the dad and get HIV? Like, you're literally <laughs> like, what did she do? Because, like, she's like, you did this to yourself, mom. Like, you made yourself sick. Mom and I'm- got fat from HIV. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lifetime. Wait a minute. I didn't know what it was about her getting fat. I thought it was about how she made herself. I mean, I'm just not smart. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. No, I didn't get it either. I didn't get it either. I thought she had, like, depression and then Kelly had to grow up on her own. So, Kaylee. Kaylee. uh, Her character's name is Allie. She gets home from her run and she makes herself a shake for breakfast. Her dad's like, so what's going on with softball? She's like, oh, I have to work a double shift after softball today. She basically says, like, she implies that she has to work as much as she does because otherwise she ain't going to college. And there's, like, a lot of tension around the money situation from the very jump. Like, Well, maybe it's because we live in L.A., but they live in a two-story house, and Caroline Ray literally made 10 eggs. Like, in that opening, I was like, why is poor Caroline Ray forced to make 10 eggs? I know. Like, like your daughter's alone. not even eating them. Mm-hmm. Mikey will probably slam three of those eggs. Like, I've known a man to slam three eggs in a this meal. This morning. Plus, there was pancakes involved. There was pancakes in the mist, as well as toast. You don't do pancakes and toast. Like, yeah, but like, are you going to get mad at Caroline Ray for feeding you like that? Or are you going to get mad at Kaylee for jogging in a polo shirt? Like, who yeah, does that? She that was wearing well. a collared shirt. I know. And also, like, you have a lot of clothes for a girl who's so allegedly so poor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and collared shirts. Those are more expensive. Exactly. Dry cleaning. Come on. And the song is, I can be anything I want. No, you can't. <laughs> Wait till you hear a song lyric that I wrote down in the party scene. I caught it on my third viewing today, and I literally was like, wow. That is the find of all of these Lifetime movies I've done, that this is the find. Um, So the brother says to her, he's like, why are you such a jerk to her all of a sudden? Kaylee's like, what? I'm not a jerk to her. Why do you always take her side? And he's like, what? She gave me birth. You gave me wedgies. You do the math. Oh, wait, you can't do math. I forgot, sucker. (laughs) And he was (laughs) 
<laughs> begins a long line of beautiful, beautiful lines. Sucker. And then she turns around. And so can we talk? So this family is so poor that they live in a duplex um, that has, somehow has three bedrooms. But then upstairs, there's a man who's the poor man, Harry Firestein from uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, who just makes prosthetics for a living. What the hell? And I'm, this is how stupid I am. I'm like, why is that guy wearing an alien mask? Like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> no, I- me too. I was like, God, what a weird, like, what a weird profession for them to pick for the upstairs neighbor. Like, he does prosthetics. Like, how is that going to come in handy in this movie? And he's like, doing laundry in his alien head that he just made himself. He's okay. like, hey, hey, Janie. So you he's smell like, like bacon. So he's like, I got a new job. And then he, like, holds up this tongue he made. And, like, it's an alien tongue that's forked. And he's like, this is genius, right? And I'm sitting there thinking, like, no. You did not, either you did not come up with that or this isn't a real job because this is maybe a sample for your book or something. But anyone knows that if you're writing an alien movie, the writer decides what kind of tongue the alien has, okay? If it has, exactly, if yeah. it this has a off. two-pronged tongue, the, it, that's not on the prosthetics guy to step in and be like, well, Steven Spielberg, I thought about it and I think you should have a two-pronged tongue. Like, no, that's canon. Like, the the, the lizard's tongue is canon. Like, you like don't... that you're mad at the controlling neighbor. I know. Also, who builds the mask on themselves? Like... Uh, I know. <laughs> and he comes out and answers the mail and what has to be a 300-degree mask and, like, he acts like he's not even, like, he doesn't even notice he's wearing it. Like, he just forgot that he's wearing it. Like... <laughs> Like, if I had one of those, like, Groucho Marx, like, silly disguise noses and glasses on, I would be conscious of it at all times. Like, let alone if I was covered in 100 pounds of makeup and holding a fake well, tongue. Well, this poor guy is that guy in acting class who, like, takes it really seriously. Because <laughs> yeah. even when he has lines in this, he's like, hey, Kaylee, how you feeling? Like, he's using inside voice to the point where you're like, how many booms do we need for you? Under right. five, you know? Well, I mean, he's probably, like, the guy that, like, is supposed to make it. Well, like, this is why, like, I never booked anything during my limited time. Like, someone said you should get a commercial agent. And I was like, okay. And I, like, got a commercial agent, even though I've never acted a day in my life. And I would go to auditions, and I would see people who were, like, seriously dressed to suggest. Like, they'd be, like. Oh, yeah. I had my agent two weeks, my commercial agent. I couldn't. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. You'd walk into a room of, like, 100 people, and it's for a role with no lines. It's like you're standing there watching some guy golf it's all about your look and they're doing yoga and vocal exercises Mm -hmm. in the audition room (laughs) like you have no lines it's a first republic bank commercial in mexico and you know what they get that job they get that job and where are we doing this podcast okay we're not like kaylee cuoco we don't get to love josh groban and kelly clarkson true we don't get to wash our hair people do believe we're dirty (laughs) (laughs) and they're right they're not surprised like we just changed that quote up to get dirty (laughs) well hold on i have to say the first thing she says when she comes back running to her mom who's just made her 10 eggs or whatever she's like What does she say? She goes, Mom, you shouldn't be eating bacon. Since when can you eat bacon? Oh, my God. that That's where you slap a child. Right. I don't care. And Caroline Ray's not even that fat. She's making it sound like it's the Gilbert Grape mom, you know. No. <laughs> Johnny up. Depp's, like, having to come in and, no. like, wheel her around and shit. Like, God, come on, leave her alone. was, like, rough. That's, like, when I it love was. that movie. Yeah, it's it was. Really good. But... Who's the chick in that again? Is it Winona Ryder? No. no. Who's the chick in that? It's like a ba- it's like a Hollywood babe. Oh, Juliet Lewis. Guys, that's Sammy. Oh, by the way, you know what? I think I want to knock out every one of the, the bingo card things tonight. So I'm just going to say um, 
Sammy, can you get an audio recording of Stephen Ray Morris just saying hi and insert it right here so that everyone playing bingo at home can get an appearance from Stephen? Hey, hi, hello. Sup, malls. Love you, Jody. You know who I wish was playing Allie in this movie? Who? Juno Temple. Uh, so then we just did the center square. Okay, so <laughs> I just have to mention Juno Temple. And that's a really rough bingo I, card. No, literally, this if that, that's how predictable I am, that the center fucking square is I mentioned Juno Temple. <laughs> My, I'm just, in, I ride so hard for Juno Temple. Like, the center square in normal bingo is a star. Like, it's a freebie. Like, for the freebie to be Malls mentions Juno Temple is so dark about my personality. Um, I'm, like, literally, like, outside Juno Temple's house being like, I wrote a script for you. Um, Because I have, Juno. Call me. I've written, like, six. Everything I write's for you, baby girl. So She's um, in bed crying about Gilbert Grape's mom right now. Wait a minute. There's hope. No, she's so British and classy. She's like, what's Lifetime? Um, But, so, wait. um, Who... Do you think upstairs neighbor gay or straight? Sexual read on him? Asexual. I can't even tell anymore. I mean, I know it was different in 2007, way back then. Yeah. But now I think there's too much hormones in milk and everyone's just kind of biased. <laughs> I got, I got, I'm so focused on my prosthetics that I don't have time to date right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like that guy. He's like, I got to go work on my alien face on myself. <laughs> like, how did you even finish that? There's no eyes. Yeah. So um, they're watching a documentary about pollution in class. Okay, we can't just skip over this now. What is Kaylee? First of all, I saw every fat person cast in this movie. Okay. I think just because it has fat in the title. But I was like, (laughs) look at that fat old person opening the high school door. (laughs) I don't know if they did that on purpose. Is that a line in there? Like fat old person opens your line? I felt like I saw he was like right in the center, kind of off focus. And I was like, oh, no one gets him. Um, (laughs) I love that that, you're like, no, we can't skip past this. (laughs) Far in the distance, an old fat man opened a door. I've got 30 pages. We'll be here all night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, carry on. No, in the video class, the video they're watching. It's about pollution. Our air, (laughs) our land, our lakes, and now ourselves. (laughs) What? How did you go from, like, diesel fossil fuels to, like, Ho-Ho's or Doritos or whatever? Come on. Because they're in a high school documentary-making class, and her friend Jamie, so she and Jamie are like... And Caroline Ray's ass. Like, great movie, guys. Keep it consistent. (laughs) So her and her friend... So he... Okay. The teacher announces the documentary competition. It's a statewide thing. Um, And then he approaches... Kaylee and her friend Jamie and says like think about this this is 10 grand on the line so let's play this audio from 338 to 446 Allie hey wait up have you rolled Johnston's handout? Uh-uh, he lost me at voluntary. I'm already on a work overload. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about state? Uh, I don't know why. There's probably a million other colleges just like that. Not one with a great softball team that will take my SAT scores. Softball scholarships are handed out junior year, and I'm dead without one. Mm-hmm. Exactly why you should read Johnston's handout. Listen. Third annual statewide competition for student films investigating the unique challenges of high school life today in a documentary form. What's your point? We could totally win this. Your ideas, my tech, we're gold together. It's seriously a lock. No, it's a lottery. It's also a $10,000 prize. 
Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You can have it. I don't need the tuition. What I need is a shot at film school after grad, and winning this would totally get me in. Okay, why are all the science teachers gross? Seriously, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Come on, I need a beverage for second place, Matt. Allie, the contest. I know, I'm this close to a softball scholarship. I can't split my focus now. I'm sorry. Let's pick him up. Um, so, I'm this close to a softball scholarship. I'm this close, which, by the way, like, oh, you're going to call the documentary film thing a lottery, but you're not going to call your fucking softball career a lottery. Like, let's think about things that can take you far in life. $10,000 cash or playing for a college softball team. Yeah, and that friend's like, I don't need the money. That is a girl who's not going to be rich forever. Oh, because Janie rich people will shit. keep that money, okay? They oh. will take that half of their money. Why shouldn't she? I think she's going to get written out of the will. Like, I can already sense that for her character because, like, she is extraordinarily rich. Like, you see the house right away. Like, when you're in Jamie, Jamie, or Jamie's house. I wrote down Janie everywhere. Um, you're in her house. It's, like, it's like gigantic later on. And you do believe she's rich, but I do think because she's such a power bitch and because she probably has, like... I think she's going. I think that I don't think her parents would be okay with her being a lesbian. I'm just projecting this well, on no the one's story. Are at first, I mean, they all get used to Actually, it. Actually, plenty me. of was, people's well, parents I mean, are. Look, okay. I project my own experiences onto my own lesbianism. You know, <laughs> growing up, but when I came out, my parents were like, "Hi, would you like to go to a behavioral health center?" Let's pray and it away, pray honey. <laughs> yeah, let's pray. <laughs> and now they're like drunken in Vegas all the time. My mom's like, "People are so mean in P flag." My God, jeez. <laughs> Just stay away from the gays, okay? Wait, she's your <laughs> mom's in P, your mom's in P flag. She did it for like a week, and she's like, "They're all bitches." <laughs> <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> like, you don't need to support me. You made me this way. Wait like, till I've she literally gets to AA. I mean, she's gonna really. She's gonna be like, "They're messy." Um, oh my god! I hope she never goes to AA. So, um, so Allie and Kendall, they're at practice. They're BFF. Um, Kendall's like, hey, Mike's been asking about you. And Mike's like the hottie that she's kind of been checking yeah. out at every she turn. She was trying to pay attention to the documentary speech, but she was looking out the window at the hot guy leaning against his red convertible. I like that she knew to like open the blinds and like that he'd just be there. <laughs> like that's like, wow, Mike. Wow. What an exciting guy he is. You just knew he'd be there. Like she at- felt the cracker outside. That's like the whitest guy I've ever seen in my life. So unattractive to me. Like, can we get a, I like, I would fuck her little brother before. I would- <laughs> 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 for real. I'm like, at least he's got jokes. Okay. Like for real, I would fuck the 12 year old brother first see me there i will be there okay like how old is he i'll look him up we're gonna look him up after this and literally i'm gonna go on twitter i'm gonna find him and i'm gonna ask him on a date i'm gonna tweet to him on a date well he's old enough now 19 that's I guess, what i'm at, saying early. right i'm so bad at math ten it's been years. 10 years yeah. so like he's probably like 26 that's, you like my math? Maybe 22. Sorry, guys. Sorry about my math, but I'm this close to a softball scholarship. You're literally such a Kaylee Cuoco <laughs> right now. By the way, I'm terrible at math, too. So I like this character and I have like a lot in common. Me, um, too. I was in summer school literally for math. Me, almost too. Every year oh, my God. Every year. While being fat. Well, so Sean on my and I was fat too and so sweaty because like I went to this private school for one year where they didn't have like it was in a walk up like a brownstone in, Ugh, in Cathedral Boston. Cathedral High School in El Paso. Oh, you went to a a Boston Catholic school? Yeah, El you, Paso Catholic School, Fighting honey, Irish. Honey, Fighting Irish. Uh, actually, two of the new kids on the block went there. 
Really? And one day we had to walk to a YMCA because we could never have like an auditorium. We didn't have an auditorium. So we'd like walk to a YMCA or we'd walk to an empty church to have like our big school talks. Uh-huh. And one day we walked to the YMCA where Joey McIntyre's mom still works. And there was like a giant NK- NKOTB poster in her office. And we were all like flipping out. We were like, oh my God. Oh my God. She's so down to earth. She still works at the YMCA. Like we're like literally like all like freaking out. Like by the way, because like. New Kids on the Block never became unchic in Boston. Like, literally, Still to this day, yeah, if yeah. I saw New Kids on the Block, I would strip naked and run on stage. <laughs> I would have no other <laughs> physical choice. Um, so, um, oh, yeah. So, the so coach comes up to ups. them, yeah, and the he's co- like... Yeah, the coach. He's, he's like, like, listen, I'm half fat. <laughs> he's like you're gonna understand more about this later but listen the two of you are being scouted by a guy from state and then kendall's like great and she like bounces over to the water cooler and then he says to Allie, he's like but you're the one that he's really interested in and he's yeah. got his eye on you and they keep saying things that could be taken in the fat way like look if you impress on friday we're talking a full ladder look as a heavy person watching this don't trigger me with things like ladder um, I'll, I'll go. Do you mean I've a full ride? So many... What's a full ladder? Like a ladder, you climb it. Oh. Like you cannot put physical activity into oh. things in a fat movie. Like that's all you hear, you know? Like yeah. fat's in the title. I see the fat people in the background. I hear a ladder. I start sweating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, um, my boyfriend, is being bullied outside of the house. Um, that's also. Why are bullies always fucking ugly? Like this kid is a midget, first of all. Yeah. Who are you? Who yeah. are you? You're like two feet tall. You've got terrible hair. And you're making a pork and beans joke. Because, fuck off. Yeah, like hurt people hurt people. Oh, ain't that the truth? What did I just do? Guys. Guys. Hugs. Guys. Fat um, hugs. But also I do want to say that this, me having a crush on one of the characters fulfills another bingo square. So I'd like to officially announce <laughs> that I have a crush on Mike, the younger brother. Um, Allie says, she's like, oh, she's like, leave him alone. Blah, blah, blah. So they go away and he's like. Oh, great. My sister's sticking up for me. That really helps. She's like, I could talk to the principal for you. He, like, loves me. And I was like, I bet he does. Like, ew. Like, what do you mean the middle school principal, like, loves you? Like, what does that mean, Allie? That is so creepy. Also, Um, just the stuff she says to him. Like, I can talk to the principal. Where is your pride? Why would you just let them beat you up? And then he goes, newsflash, Allie. The whole world loves you. Yay, you. And he goes inside. (laughs) Mike is Mike's funny, okay? Like yeah. he's, he's he's great. So um, the parents hear the big news about the softball scholarship, the potential for it, and they blow their load already. <laughs> Caroline Ray says she's going to call her um, up, up Allie's cousins, God, and they're going to already have hate huge... you, Caroline Ray. Why would you do that? I'm so excited. I'm going to show up with your entire fat family and cheer <laughs> so loud. They're not going to know what hit them. It's like Caroline. <laughs> Go back to the bacon. Please just stop. And then she's like, look, I'm so proud of you. I got a cheesecake. And it's like this big jiggly cheesecake. No, it's like one of those ugly. It's a movie cake. Like it's a cake that they only have in movies like this where you're like, ew, like props couldn't like. <laughs> oh, they no, literally they cut that cake. They, they cut went to Ralph's. They went to Ralph's <laughs> yeah, that Ralph's, day yes. and like picked up like it came out of a it came out of a plastic thing. It yeah, was Ralph's all believe, but that was a real that was a real cheesecake. You know, that was in the contract. Oh, no, that was real. They bought 12 of them. And then Caroline <laughs> took took the leftovers back to her fucking dressing room. <laughs> we're sick <laughs> so um but then they really i do like this about this movie how <laughs> they make kelly kaylee 
just such an evil skinny bitch and yeah. she's like mean to her mom and stuff she's but like then great. they do also do the terrible like heavy mom or heavy friend thing because i am that friend like if you're in rehab if you're on a diet don't hang out with me i will right. you will cheat you will always be off the wagon so her mom's like that she's like or, kelly's like mom i'm talking about my softball scholarship you know i just ate i just drank a protein shake this morning yeah and she's like oh honey you can cheat a little most girls would kill to look like you so why are you gonna ruin it caroline ray i know and it's like no like literally Support. physical fitness is all this girl has like if she doesn't get like have the cake after she secures yeah. the 10 grand like there's a lot on the line right now there's a difference between Deprivate. What, what was it? There's a difference between deprivation and schmeckdivation. Like it was like literally. It was it was, like, it was, so, it was some meme. like little like starvation and deprivation or some deprivation. Yeah, starvation and, like, and starvation and I don't know. It was something, but it was like an it was just like meme, treat but, yourself. Like long story short, treat yourself. That yeah, self control like, slash anorexia. Like okay, Caroline Ray. So um. She's like, no, the cake is for all of you guys. Like, it's definitely, it's it's for you, Allie. And she's like, great, if the cake's for me, then I'm taking it to work. And so she, like, picks up the take, cake, and Mike's like, oh, no, you don't. And so <laughs> the little brother um, takes the cake from her. And um, then they cut, they show Caroline's face. So Caroline Ray has these eyebrows that they don't go to the middle. They go to, like, the middle of the middle. Like, they're three-quarter brows. Does that make sense? Yeah. And they're always like this, like a cartoon character. They're always up in a kind of furrowed, worried look. Yeah. So she's standing there depressed or happy. Who knows? Because it's Caroline Ray. But we're assuming that above. she's sad. And then it does this really slow pan down to one cut in the cheesecake. <laughs> And you could tell they worked on it a long time because it was just this really slow pan to a jiggly it's cheesecake. It's rough. Ed just tagged me in something on Instagram. Let me just check. Oh, great. No, 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 no. I was worried. Whenever Ed tags me on Instagram, it's always a picture of us at like 21 where I like have like for a girl that weighed 94 pounds. Because by the way, you guys. Uh, it goes both ways. You're fat in high school, and then you stop eating for all of senior year of college. And oh, your parents don't it. say anything, by oh, the way. My, my mom called me one day and accused me of using cocaine. There was that. But then I was like, <laughs> Mom, you give me $125 a month for allowance. Like, My mom was like Elizabeth Perkins in Weeds. She's like, here's some X-Lax, but it's chocolate. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, like the fat camp, they had a lock on the fridge. I went to like fat, the El Paso sun towers, you know, for fat kids and stuff. And I would always rebel and find that one kid who would just cheat with me and we'd yeah, yeah. find the food. We'd come back fatter. And I loved watching my mom cry. Oh, that'd be great. I would sneak uh, Jolly Ranchers to camp, but then like legitimately like raccoon scares are like a real thing. <laughs> and I like went to Girl Scout camp and I'd always be like, oh, they're just being like a bunch of assholes. Like we're allowed to have candy. And like now growing up, I'm like, Molly, like you could have come home to 20 raccoons like in your sleeping bag any given moment. Yeah, Ed just tagged me in a picture of Yolanda Hadid, which by the way, can we agree? I think she got veneers and also she's never looked better. Oh yeah. She looks great. YOLO is back on it, baby. Who's she with in that picture? Um, Carla Bruni. Very nice. Very Yoli. Oh, it hurt. Lyme disease. So, um... So, um, Mike, uh... Oh, so another thing that I have oh, to wait. take from my childhood. I also used to work at my family bowling alley, Skylanes. Uh-huh. So Kelly is working at the bowling alley with some nerd guy. And she's spraying shoes, mm -hmm. which, no, you're not. No one believes it. 
Yeah, no. She doesn't spray shoes. I said to you earlier, I was like, pretty girls don't work at the bowling alley. It's like a toothless woman. Like, it's like basically like only alcoholics work at the bowling alley or like people who like nothing else has worked out for them. Like they can't hold a job at even the car wash. So like now they have, they're at the Chateau Lanes, like spraying shoes down. Or and Ronnie like, at 15. 14. Like, yeah. You want some nachos? I'll put extra lettuce. Like, I thought I was such an artist because I put too much iceberg on the nachos. <laughs> Wait a minute. So is her little brother named Adam or is it? Okay. So I think her little brother is. I don't know. I label people like a shallow bitch. I didn't even know her real name in real life. I keep calling her Kelly. I write Kel. Oh, no. I okay. call everybody nerd. Like, that's my name for everybody, which it turns out everybody in this, I guess, is like the stereotype of a nerd. So her little brother's name is Adam. And um, the year, the same year, he appeared in the Sandlot heading home in his name, the name of the character. Do you want to guess what that was? Oh, God. I remember that movie poster. That kid got a lot of work just being chubby. No, no, no. He had what four was his roles. name? Two ton. Two-ton. <laughs> Literally T-W-O-T-O-N. I used to want to be Chunk from The Goonies, and that's another really flattering name. Chunk. Chunk. I mean, everyone had a crush on Chunk. <laughs> I know, but I literally gained a lot of weight just to be like Chunk, because me and my friends wanted to be The Goonies. Yeah. I wanted to be Sloth. Um, so... <laughs> Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. How do you wind up like that? What disorder is that? Like, that character would never be allowed. Like, to think about how legendary that movie is and, like, how fucking inappropriate the entire character of Sloth is. Like, literally, they it's half sea monster, half whatever the mother was. Sloth is half sea monster, right? They named him Sloth and chained him downstairs in an ice cream factory. Like, it's just insane. Um Ugh. So, um, why was he only in four roles? Did he didn't die or anything, right? No, I think he just kind of like you know peaked at he age lost 12. weight. Well, he I lost mean, weight, and never worked again. When he and I are hitting the scene in a few months, you'll see me outside <laughs> Katsuya in a bandage dress like Kim Kardashian with that boy on my sleeve. Okay, He'll be like honey, against a red convertible. Yes, like, hey. Harvey Weinstein has left a hole <laughs> in this business, and it's for my boyfriend, Adam. So. <laughs> You guys, I'm very upset about Harvey Weinstein. I can't. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm just making jokes over here. If you're offended, turn this off. Yeah, how are you even a fan of this podcast? I know. Um, so Mike, her boyfriend from the blinds that she looked at outside at him, um, she he comes to the bowling alley to bust him out for the night. And they do this like crazy close up on her coworker Randall's oh. name tag. Did you see that? Like yes. when Mike and is he's like, to- Hey Randy, Ugh, yeah. this fucking boyfriend. And I know we're supposed to even kind of root for the boyfriend. Cause mm-hmm. he's not a total jackass. Like he never punches a fat person. So yeah. I guess we like him. In yeah. This. But he's such an ass. Like he's telling the nerd, let her off a little early. Hey Randy. Yeah. Hey, let her off a little. You know, the concept of karma, don't you? Remember yeah. from senior year? And he's like, you remember me? Yeah, Fuck it's really dark. And like on top of that, what National Lampoon? This is where it's between 12 movies. It's like that that shot of zooming in on the name tag from all of a sudden this character's POV. Like we're following Kaylee Cuoco's <laughs> boyfriend's POV now. Like anything's up for grabs. <laughs> like this is just could be anything. So what is the asshole who bombs with the nerd to get the Literally, Jamie feeling? and Allie made a better, more well-directed film than the director of this film did. <laughs> 
did. So, um, yeah, that poor nerd though, because he gets his way. He's like, okay, sure, sure, she can go with you, hot guy with the split hair in the convertible. And then as they walk away, he's like, God, I got played. So this looks like I feel so used. Mike is going to state he has a full ride, so I'm guessing he's a senior. He says that Kendall told him about um, the full ride option for them, and he says, "Just think about the game, not the stakes." He's like, "I want to come watch you play." She's like, "I'll be too nervous." So yeah, I got my scholarship. Don't be nervous about the scout. I was nervous as hell. I puked all over the dick I sucked to get my. <laughs> <It's> like, okay, <laughs> pretty boy. All right. I puked all over my insane. <laughs> So during the game, we're at the softball game now, and Kaylee makes it to base. She's doing great, but the player from the other team gets, catches the ball. She was technically she was technically in, like she got the she got to second. Yeah, with her. she got the base. Yeah, and then um, she the player from the other team as she catches the ball lands on her leg and snaps that shit in half. Like I could feel it for her. Yeah, I could too, but I was kind of laughing. No, it was great. I mean, it's like, it's just so ridiculous. It's like also like, well, I know who's not going to state the girl who jumped on Kaylee Cuoco's leg. Like what? I mean, how did she even get to this this far? Like that girl like seems like she's on JV. Like, I don't know. Like if you're jumping on another player's leg because they're like on second base. Yeah, you, you failed. To, it's a double. Okay. Like the stakes aren't that high. Like literally just like have whatever. Yeah. So, um. I like their names. The Flames. The Flames. What was the other girl? The Flames and the Devils. The Devils, honey. So there's um, no surgery for Kaylee, but she's out for the season. Yeah, the and doctor's she needs... like, we can avoid surgery, but she's going to need a fat suit. So. <laughs> no, she goes extensive physical therapy. So can we talk about how this physical therapy montage went on for about eight minutes too long? Like, I mean, it's not important to the movie. It like, was though, because she's so sad and she's on that stationary bike, and the song is like, "She appeared to have it all, <laughs> and now she doesn't." And Kelly's like, <laughs> and Caroline Ray's like, literally sitting in a recliner reading a magazine, watching her, like with those eyebrows. Like, yeah. is she worried? Is she sad? Is she glad? Yeah. Because you know, the mom's like, she's gonna get fat now. She's gonna stay home and be fat like me. <laughs> She's like, here's your medicine. It just looks like 10 eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like the montage. We already know she's out for the season. Like if I had to do cuts for time, that'd be the first thing I do. So scholarships are done. Allie is like, sorry, maybe you should make a film. So Allie and her coach, I'm very uncomfortable by the fact that the two of them are, like, in the dugout together. Like, they're in the dark together in a dark tunnel. <laughs> and she's basically like, come on, coach. I'll do anything. Like, please, just one more shot. Anything. Like, I already came. I'm I know. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So I just was like, who's going to walk in on this? And I, like, where is this movie going to take a turn where this is actually about like a sexual assault between the coach and Allie? Like, so let's play. Uh, I don't like that the chubby movie, the girl appropriate softball. No. Like the pretty popular girl. You oh, know? she's appropriating softball. <laughs> don't you think? She's I'm appropriating like, can't softball culture. Anything? Can't we keep anything on our side? <laughs> like, isn't it bad there's not even a gay person in this movie except arguably the upstairs neighbor who wears his alien mask I think laundry. Jamie's coming out. Who? Jamie. J- not Jamie. No, she Jamie. ain't coming. She's, she's too dark to be anything. Oh, really? She would date somebody but then just be... Me. See, I feel I like that's what just... the anger is. She's afraid to come out in high school. And she's like, I'm just going to channel this, go to film school, move to Hollywood, and then I'm going to live my real life. And fuck this town. And fuck Allie. Take her no $10,000. No one afraid wears like a, a denim, loser. like 
uh, a denim flowy gap jacket that's army green. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't feel like that's closeted. I feel like that's, I'm owning it. Yeah, she's owning it. So let's play 1348 to 17 minutes. You dropped your um, snout. Thank you. Whoa. What? I know about faces. This is not a happy face. You want to talk about it? I'm kind of trying to avoid talking about it. That's why I'm out here. Well, if there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Yeah? Okay. This can't be good. Hey, pal. New look? Don't want to talk about it. How was your day? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, then. Glad we could have this little chat. You know, if you'd stop being a smart-ass sarcasmo, maybe those bullies would let you keep your shoes. Like what I say has anything to do with it. Why wouldn't it? Some... Kids know they don't like me before I even open my mouth. They know a fat door from a mile away. So you're telling me you have zero responsibility for the way people treat you? Come on, Adam, people are like mirrors. They give back what you put out. You really think you're popular because you're so much nicer than all the other girls? You don't think being a skinny, pretty jock has anything to do with it? Hey, I'm just trying to help. That's like tutoring me in math. How can you help me with something you obviously don't understand? Oh, this day blows. You know, I was thinking maybe we should take a girls' weekend. Go see Grandma. Have some fun like we used to. It might make you feel better. You know, there used to be a time when you actually thought I had some pretty smart stuff to say when you had problems. I wish you'd talk to me. Yeah, you also wish we had more money. You wish I didn't have to work so hard. I just wish you'd stop pretending this has nothing to do with you. You know, I've never once heard you say I'm sorry for what happened back then. Allison, I'm not going to apologize for getting sick. You didn't get sick. You made yourself sick. You know, you're going to have to grow up one day and stop punishing me. Fine, just pick a day when I'm not actually the one being punished. I know you need somebody to blame right now, so why don't you just blame me? Why? She's the one that racked up the hospital bills and went through the college fund and... Allie, enough. Why do you always protect her? Why am I never allowed to say the truth? You know, because the truth is nowhere near as simple as you think it should be. I'm trying to take it easy on your mother, okay? Um, like, okay, like, I'm gonna say, like, fair... Like, that was rough for her mom. Let's back up and talk about how, what our audience can't see, which is that when the neighbor came out with the prosthetics, with the box of prosthetics, what fell out of the box and what started their introduction was a pig nose, which I have just, I've loved it during every viewing, but it wasn't until now that I realized, like, a pig nose literally falling out of the sky and landing next to her 
is like that's dark lifetime yeah. like come on it's like call me also that guy really is a good actor from acting class because i think he shaved his eyebrows which oh, is really? a good prosthetic model yeah i wrote here I, this is where i first asked myself is a prosthetic guy gay he's hot um, <laughs> um i don't know he doesn't talk loudly enough so we were talking about this while we were watching right the clip like literally could anything sound worse than like the worst day of your life and then your mother who you hate and blame everything that's wrong in your life for comes in and is like you know it'd be fun I know you're down. I know you're probably not going to college. I know you resent me because I blew all the family money with my diabetes. But <laughs> let's get in the car and go to grandma's house. <laughs> like, because I'm sure that's... Grandma definitely doesn't have cable. Okay, yeah, there's that. Yeah, who wants to go party at their grandma's house? No. I mean, I love my grandma, but... She's I mean, staying in a twin bed. I mean, like, no, it's just like... What she's like, do you want to go to the cheesecake factory with grandma? It's like, okay, Caroline, give it up. Okay, back away from the cheesecake. But Kelly's such a little bitch, okay? I wish we had more money. I wish I didn't have to work hard. And I'm sick of you pretending this doesn't have anything to do with you. Listen, you entitled little bitch. Yeah. You aren't entitled to get your college paid for by your parents. Senior okay. year, Shauna got cool, my mom. And this is where she would have slipped me a little six-pack of Smirnoff ice. Yeah. <laughs> your mom? Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, mom. She was like, she was like, all right. She's like, it's time. Like, you have, like, clearly lived drug-free straight edge it's your senior year second semester like want to go to grandma's house <laughs> it's like a bottle i look back on this this is nuts shauna rented me my high school boyfriend and my best friend a hotel room in the city senior year of high school for new year's eve Whoa. And what she didn't tell me was that my uncle Serge and my auntie Milton, my <laughs> my mom's best <laughs> friends, <laughs> were staying in the room next to us. Oh no, did they spy? Yeah, they just like like listened for us, you know, like they I still see them to this day. They're like, you know, they're just the best. Um but like literally like my best friend Jen got so shit canned off of two Smirnoff ices that like it ruined the night. Like, and then at prom, forget it. Like, I set my friend Bethany up with my cousin Dennis, and then um, Jen was low key obsessed with Dennis. And I remember my friend Bethany, who's now married to Dennis, Jen was like begging, begging Dennis to kiss her. And Bethany at one point goes, just go ahead and kiss her. Like, and I love Bethany because, like, Bethany at 18 years old was, like, playing the long game. She's like, I don't care. Just kiss her. Shut her up. Like, I'm probably going to marry you. There's going to be a ring on the other side of this in seven years. They now have a child. I mean, it's just wild. Anyway, <laughs> that's crazy that Shauna did that. Caroline Ray needs to learn to be a little bit more like Shauna. I know. Caroline Ray's like, live on the edge. Bacon, eggs, grandma, cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> so um Allie talks to uh Jamie as she goes to her house. Let's play seventeen forty five to eighteen forty seven. Short clip but meaningful clip. You serious? Because we've already lost time. If we do this thanks, we need an angle that stands out, something sexy. I've got one. Fat like me. Huh? Okay, do you remember Black Like Me where that guy went undercover investigating racism? Vaguely. Okay, well, they've done it with race, they've done it with gender, but no one's gone undercover on weight yet. It's our unique take. Okay, listen to this. You know how everyone's always talking about the obesity epidemic with kids, mm -hmm. right? 
but it's always doctors, experts, outsiders looking in. This movie would make everyone insiders. Because how can you fix what you don't understand? Starring who? Me. Hi. Have you seen you? You're like baseball bombshell over here. Hey, softball. Whatever point is, you're not exactly the poster child for teen chubbies. What if there was a way I could be both? What if that was our angle? Okay, so... Which is so fast into like a full-on Mrs. Doubtfire. I wrote the exact same thing. So they go and do the poor man's version of being converted into Mrs. Doubtfire. Look at his diamond... Look at his diamond... uh, His diamond glass. (laughs) He's appraising the fat he's about to glue to her neck. Like, it's absolutely <laughs> wild. This whole scene is fucking nuts. They now, just first of all, jump in here so fast. It's like, do you remember Black Like Me? Bagla. Okay, I'm going to be fat because everyone's going to understand. Boom, I'm fat. It's like Mrs. Doubtfire. Can I just mention, I'm so sorry to go back, but when she is crying in her room and she starts ripping down her posters. Oh, yeah. Why does she have a poster of a softball? Oh, because she's just, she's, that's, because that's what she likes. It's like everything from the Foot Locker. It's like okay. she wakes up and she's like, I do like softball. Thank you for reminding me. It's a me. giant ball. I may be a baseball, I mean softball bombshell. Or <laughs> softball bombshell. That was amazing, too, that she just, like, took the comma from her friend. But, like, I'm a obsessed with, angle. like, do you remember Black Like Me? Oh, she's like, it better be sexy. Do you remember Black Like Me? Vaguely. That'd be like, okay, it's like Boo Radley Like Me. Remember the book? To Kill a Mockingbird? Vaguely. Like, it's like, how do you not know Black Like Me? That's like literally one of the most famous fucking literary works. Well, I thought it was a movie. (laughs) I mean, they probably did do a movie version. But also, who says, let's do something sexy? I know. Like Black Like Me. Well, no, this is, this girl's like. (laughs) Well, she. What? <laughs> no, like when she goes fat like me, she's like, I'm listening. And like, this is like literally, like, this is why I'm seeing her. She is like, she is the poor man's like Miranda, whatever her face is from the Devil Wears Prada. Like she is Meryl Streep and the Devil. This, what, what Jamie is going to go on and do with her life horrifies me. Like she, I probably run into Jamie's every day and, and flinch. Like she's terrifying. So um, we all do. That's um, but Kelly's neighbor. just whole idea going into this, like, I want her to get bullied. And that's not good, you no. know, because she's just such an asshole. And it seems like she's kind of smart. Like, you can't solve the problem until you've lived it. Like, that sounds, I guess, kind of like you're trying to be empathetic. I mean, for money, for softball. Right. But still, at least something's in the right place. But then she's like, you know what? I'm doing this idea because fat people are victims. And I'm going to show everybody that. They're wrong. Especially in my house, where every day I make my mother cry. (laughs) I'd like to learn more about that. Yeah, you're you're literally making your mother a victim. So, while they're getting her dressed, an arm reaches out to get her fat clothes, and it is definitely not her arm, by the way. Like, I don't know what actor they brought in, but, like, it had, like, the elephant skin, like, droopy (laughs) thing on it. And I'm like, do they want to fake this? Like, do they want to at least, like, fake this? Like, I know that she had prosthetic arms and legs that made her thicker, but, like, that was a real but human that, skin But those arm. weren't even good prosthetic. Like, they did, I guess... Her face really did look just like her face. And I'm not saying she looks fat. Yeah. But it did really just look like her face. Yeah. Well, it's glasses. like when Tyra Banks walked around, like, as a fat person. It's like, oh, you're, like, the hottest fat person I've ever seen in my... Like, literally, you look like Kaylee Tyra Banks. I think looked hotter fat. 
Probably. I think she I was actually hot. agree. Like, I and think she was what? prettier. When she... Something happened later in the movie, because you talked about how she has the rock of love hair where it's yeah. darker underneath. When she puts on the fat suit, it gets even darker. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah, later it's like on... she gets worse hair, too. It's yeah. Like, everything. Like, like, I mean, like what was is this of, movie saying? Was that of the times? Like, was... Yeah. That well, was, rock of love 10 was 10 years then, ago? Right? Yeah, but those girls were like whores. Like, sad tramps. That just went out recently. Like, you'll still see it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like, that... Skunk like hair thing. Mom. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not very long gone. Sorry. It's and like by the, the way, when I is meant that going sex away? workers, not whores. Sorry. So, <laughs> Allie decides she's going to do this at summer school because she needs a credit. So she needs these credits anyway. Um, she's like the only class I could take is chemistry. That's total nerdsville. This is what I wrote here. She looks like a great big fat person. <laughs> <laughs> I love making obvious notes. I I also just wanted to quote Silence of the Lambs. I don't know if that's on the bingo board, but you guys check that off if it is. (laughs) And then I said the main issue here is that she's dressed like Steve Irwin, which she is. So we should note her fat person clothes are like a army green skirt that goes just past the knee, which is always a flattering look on a young woman. And then a button up khaki I mean, would you? She's co- always got like a V-neck sweater of some kind. She's got a it's lot like a of wardrobe. It's like a cargo shirt. Like it's like a like it's like it's like cargo pants, but if it was a shirt, like it has like weird pockets. <laughs> there's just on pockets it. everywhere. Yeah, there's weird pockets. She's like, everywhere. where's my cell phone? And I'm like, she's still supposed to be in high school. So she's at uh, Jamie's house, and we're learning how like really rich Jamie is. Um, and Allie's talking about how fat people use their weight as an excuse. She basically, like, says everything that, like, a horrible person says. Yes. Like, it's a choice. Like, she's in literally a fat suit being like, it's a choice. It'll be interesting to see what it's like to be, like, a big fat person that makes choices, like, to eat all the time and to be fat. It's, like, just, like, you know. Is like, it weird I'm excited? Like, I mean, who gets the chance to be someone else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you study grades? Why don't you study, get good grades, go to college and reinvent yourself like literally everyone else? Everyone gets a chance to be someone else, you fucking loser. Um, it's called going to college. So Get a haircut. Get a haircut. It'll change your life. So um, she says she's going to be her exact same self, just overweight. And Please then- don't be. No. It's like Laura Dern in that show, The C Word, on Showtime, when Precious is in her class. Uh- and she said, look... You can't be fat and mean. Impressions <laughs> is like, bitch. Like, please don't stay stay the same, Kelly. Um. So she so she's gonna find her. Uh, she's gonna be her same self, just overweight. So she got gla- a glasses cam from Jamie. <laughs> so it's like basically like big thick like it's like plastic nerd glasses like i'm wearing right now it's like nice it's like what google glass could have been if they'd made a fucking effort they were actually very nice i thought the glasses issue is that like literally if you were talking to this person you'd be like why is there a clear dot in the bridge of your nose (laughs) and also why am i not ever seeing the actual fat person this documentary is about (laughs) right and also why does your backpack have a gigantic hole in the back of it for other angles oh my god and why is everybody being shot like like from the waist down. Like, what are you going to lift? Ba- <laughs> <laughs> but what kind of hidden camera is that? No, it's like literally. She's hidden- like, hold this at your waist. You're going to get the best shot. The ever. hidden camera technology is incredible. And by the way, there's the hidden camera at the end that we have to talk about how she manages to manipulate the hidden camera at the end. It's <laughs> genius. So her friend. Um, oh, so uh, Jamie tells her you're going to Lucas Valley High. 
Um, you need to go there. It's far enough away that you can take your classes there. But the only classes they're offering that summer are AP Bio or Chem. Nerdville. Which I wrote here, like, you have to qualify for AP Bio or Chem. Like, you can't just be like, I would like to be an advanced placement biology. <laughs> well, she took chemistry, but then they never did anything chemistry-like. No, they did bio because when she was ta- – she did bio because when she was taking her tests – because chemistry is basically, like, you know, science, like math. Boring stuff. No, that yeah, but but it's also like science. I'm math. talking lifetime movie chemistry. Okay, I want to see beakers and smoking stuff. No, you know? she was taking biology because there was literally like I noticed in the final exam there was like literally like a picture of a human intestine and you had to like, swat like. She's like, here's what I say: it's fat. This intestine's <laughs> fat. Okay, diagnosis. So I get my. So Allie's recording a video diary in her room. She's excited about her first day. She shuts her camera down when her mom sees her. Because <laughs> her Bless mom you. is a movie mom that literally one word is uttered in her child's room and she comes to the door. She's like, What are you doing up? <laughs> and it's like, when I was a kid, like, I don't know if my mom was just always hungover or something, but I literally, like, would get myself ready for school, like, blow dry my hair, like, then, like, knock on my mom's door and she'd be like, Huh? I was like, Mom, you have to drive me to school. It's 8.45. Like, <laughs> Caroline like, Ray is like, I've had this bun up. <laughs> Since four in the morning. Okay. She's like, I wish she's always to had put that this bun. bun in, okay? I'm defrosting the bacon. <laughs> it's your first day of school, honey. I'm defrosting two pounds of bacon. Hmm. What's unclear that about that? That dozen eggs is not going to crack itself, okay, mm-hmm. Missy? Now, stop masturbating and get downstairs. Because also, when her mom comes in, she's like doing some webcam thing, and her mom comes in, she's like, <gasps> Mom! And also, you better check that computer. You don't know what that child's doing. Literally. They're so broke that, like, if I watched, if my mom walked in and saw me with like a camcorder and I just like slammed it shut when she walked in the room, she'd be like, First of all, where did you get that? Secondly, this isn't good. Like, thirdly, we're selling that on eBay to get eggs. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes, she goes and gets ready upstairs. So, this is her big excuse is that she tells her parents she's jogging every morning before school. And every, we're supposed to believe that this prosthesis man has enough time in his life that every morning for the entire summer, he's putting her face into this mask. Because the arms and legs and, and the fat suit itself. That was are, cab- that's Cabbage Patch Body, what they did. Like, yeah. they made actual rubber everywhere else, but that's just like a big stuffed animal. No, it really does look like when you strip down your Cabbage Patch. Yes. Like, that's what that was. It's like Amelia Mayhart. Except or whatever their names like were. like Xavier Roberts on the ass or whatever. Isn't that <laughs> what his name was? Xavier Roberts? Yeah, Xavier. So it was Xavier something, but their names were always like Willa Box Mary. Yeah, it's like I crazy had, names I had put like together. A, I had like a, a Mario like something and I was just like, who would name a baby Mario? Like, <laughs> that's like a real adult's name. Like, why would you name an infant Mario? <laughs> we all change our names as adults. <laughs> I choose... To be a Mario. Congratulations. <laughs> Here's your diploma. Mario. You're an adult. Um, so Allie gets ready upstairs. Um, she tells her neighbor she's lying to her mom because she may not take it the right way. Like, I would have just been transparent from day one and say, Mom, I obviously have a broken leg. I'm not going to college with a softball. As you know, you blew the family funds on diabetes. So I'm doing an experiment where I dress up like a fat person. Well, especially if you want to be mean to Caroline Ray. Like, look, Mom, I'm going to pretend to be fatter than you, and I still ain't eating your breakfast, okay? Yeah. You can still keep that cheesecake in the freezer. But why couldn't she just use the same line on her parents? Do you remember Black Like Me? <laughs> like, she could just say that to her parents. Caroline like, Ray would have been like, vaguely. <laughs> vaguely. Her friend, like, matter of fact, vaguely. <laughs> so 
Allie gets on the bus, and remember, she's supposed to be the same person, okay? So as she gets on the bus, she's literally bumping into everyone, which is, by the way, like, this is, like, definitely something you hear across the board with people who struggle with being, like, very overweight, is that they are constantly, you're constantly bumping into things, you're constantly apologizing, but, like, as Allie's getting on the bus, she's literally going, whoops, sorry, hi, hi, groceries, oh, whoops, sorry, hi, and I'm like, just shut up, like, like, anyone who you haven't spilled their coffee, like, they just want you to shut up. Like, I know, because everybody's giving her a dirty look, and it's like, is it because you're fat or because you won't stop talking to people? Just, just sit down, seat. okay? <laughs> Nobody cares if you're sorry. It's a bus. It's like Be pers- sorry back there. It's like the person who shows up late to class and is like, hi, sorry I'm late. Anyway, oops, yeah. sorry, pardon me. Walking through the back <laughs> row. It's like, just shut up and sit down. Oh, my God, you down. won't believe why I'm late. It was the worst day. No one cares, you fucking attention. <laughs> well, you're here now shut up um, but i like how the only minority in this whole thing was the indian guy she ended up sitting next to and it's the only guy who smiled at her the whole time i was like yeah. what the hell and at like, least thank like you for at least making smile. it nice like that he smiled and then when she turned away she's like sorry and he's like it was a mark cuban it. smile which is like as soon as you're not looking that smile <laughs> drops oh that's why i don't trust mark cuban because like he'll totally smile at someone in the second they leave the tank his face drops and he's like that was shit and I'm like, oh, my God, Mark Cuban, I can't trust you. Um, well, as far as knocking things over, look, I, I really do go way up and way down. The past few years, I've just stayed up and going. Yeah. But when I first gained this round of 90 pounds or whatever, when I was waiting tables, it was in one of those restaurants where <laughs> the tables are really tiny and they're yeah. really close together. Girl, I was knocking tagines off because I didn't notice. You don't feel it. It's one of those big Moroccan. It looks like a tent, like uh. a big triangle dish. And I'd bring them out fine and, you know, sweat. But I even do that when I'm thin. And I would just knock shit over because you don't – like I could feel it, but I didn't know until my muffin top was literally knocking things on the ground. But I didn't say sorry to everybody walking in. I was like, you dropped your tagine. You still have to pay for that. Okay. And, like, I would say, like, the legs of – my legs have always been the skinniest part of my body. But, like, can you imagine navigating, like, you have the window seat on a plane? Because now people are so fucking – they're such assholes on planes now that if you're, oh, yeah. and by the way, God forbid I'm stuck with a window seat because I literally get to the airport and I'm like, I'm handicapped. I need to sit in an aisle. Like I really? literally, like I have mental problems. When I'm thinner, I insist on window so I can fall asleep on the window. Oh. But at this weight, I insist on aisle. But even the aisles, the people with the fucking carts knock me in the muffin top and they're bitches about I have it. Lo- I have fucking long ass legs. So if I can't get my leg out into the aisle, I'm fucked like mama's gonna get off that plane and like literally her body is wrecked like i wrecked my body on a plane like i have oddly long limbs well, i do too and i remember when that youtube video came out a few years ago it was like a lady from a tlc show like a big lady and someone was giving her shit about airplane seats or something mm-hmm. and they there was this they big internet kevin flame. Smith too. oh well kevin smith yeah yeah he's like how dare southwest charge me two seats and i'm like that was them being nice kevin smith <laughs> you should have had to pay for the entire emergency exit row motherfucker. and also it's southwest kevin smith like we've all seen clerks okay you can afford it your boarding group a b and c no but um <laughs> this, like, <laughs> there was like a big internet fight about it Kevin and she's Smith's like, private jet they need is to make. <laughs> Isn't it? It's like okay when it's a guy. It's not yeah. weird. No, Maybe it's because no. it's me. But there was this lady, and there was a big internet fight about it. And she's like, you know, we need bigger plane seats, and that's just it. Americans are getting bigger, and I was 
I mean, I'm always in some state of overweight, but I remember thinking that's ballsy to just say like, you just have to make bigger seats. But I swear to God, I think they're making those fucking seats smaller. I'm telling I know you, I'm getting bigger, I told you but... I'm flying to Japan. I looked it up. It's a fucking 11 hour flight, by the way. P.S. Oh, no. Not worth it, baby. <laughs> no. Would not have done 11 and 23 minutes. It's down to the 23rd minute. I'm oh, looking at that shit. No. Look, if I am not in one of those goddamn pods, I swear to God, they, they will find I will hang myself in the bathroom. Just for the just for the not even enough room to, to hang yourself me. in those goddamn bath. I don't know how anybody even pees. Like for me to pee, I, I could have just to stand bring wags up. I me with him because <laughs> I can't leave him alone. So I have to bring wags in oh with me. God, when, like I'm a mom with like wags. an infant, and I have to pee with them on my lap. We <laughs> drugged out of his mouth. I I always buy him an airplane blanket and I wrap him up like a little swaddled baby and I just carry him. a little burrito. Yeah, how cute. Um, but I'm I was saying like people don't even get up on planes when you have to pee anymore. So like, can you imagine being like the in this prosthetic suit, like having to crawl over two people? Because oh I God. have a hard time. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like either my ass or vagina is in your face. Like I can't do anything about it. Because you want to sit here and not let me get up and pee. And my God-given American right to urinate on this plane. Like, I just want to pee. Girl, I understood this bus scene because when you walk on a plane, people do look like, oh, geez. Especially if it's Southwest where you get to pick. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, call on time to get your ass on that plane first so you, you can get a middle seat or whatever. Because they see me coming and they're like, oh, Jesus. But you guess, guess who else makes that look? Me. Nobody wants to sit with somebody who's taking half the goddamn of your seat. Yeah. And even I do it. And sometimes I sit next to another chunky guy, and we just have like smushed tops. Yeah, you know, like we sm- and we're like, it's okay. Let's just sweat this on each other and lean. This is a real piece of power that I don't know if I want to admit it out loud, but I will. So, if I'm in like the C group, like a low C. Oh, the C group. Okay, that's a shameful group to be in. So I have a service animal. So technically, I found out one time when I was coming back from Baltimore. I found out that apparently, to some people, that reads as so mentally ill that I have to be in the pre-boarding group. So if I oh, have... Oh, Miles, like how many things are you going to make people hate you for? So if I have a C group, <laughs> if I'm like C48, I'm like, I'm sorry, I have really bad anxiety, I need pre-boarding. <laughs> and it'll be me... You're like cotton top grandma, like a uh, like severely obese man with two broken legs and like wagon stuff. Like <laughs> where are the preboards. <laughs> but like I will be honest. And you with know you. everybody's just like, fuck you. Well no, emotional just, like, support stay away animal from that one. Mentally ill girl. They're like, stay away from that like keep the Finlandia vodka away from that mentally ill girl. Like the Finlandia. How many Finlandias has that mentally ill girl in the third row had? <laughs> <laughs> like literally I'm all about JetBlue now one because I met my new friend Tommy who's a flight attendant we went to brunch after he <laughs> Tommy no Ronnie if you think that my sickness hasn't gotten worse it's it's all time low like I literally now I talk to the flight attendant from my JetBlue flight from New York like three times a day on the phone <laughs> I don't call my mother. I talk to Tommy from JetBlue three times a day. Like, <laughs> maybe I am mentally ill enough to board the plane. Early. 
You're like, I'm just tricking everybody, making them think I'm mentally ill. But so Tommy gave me six free Tito's and sodas on the way back That's a home. friend. I would call him three times a day, too. No, and, like, so then, like, the little old man next to me, like, his team won, won us, got a point on the football thing. And I was like, and Tommy was going to charge him for his Heineken. So I, like, turned to him. I was like, no, sir. I'm happy for your football team. Heineken on me. So I was like, Tommy charge the card so I, I paid six dollars for the man next to me to have a heineken tommy's like, like i'm not paying for his shit that's look, for goddamn well, sure no, like, tommy's you like, for the whole plane tommy's like well he pulled me up to the front and he's like you're really pretty where do you live and, like, <laughs> and i'm so easily flattered. a white room i'm so easily flattered i was like thanks you're really pretty too i live in glendale and he's like you want to go to brunch tomorrow and i'm like okay <laughs> He's like, I'm flying to Portland all month. I have layovers every week in Burbank. Do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah, you can stay at my house if you want. He's like, oh, I get a free hotel. I was like, oh, I'll come over and watch TV. Like, I'm like, literally, Molly, do you not have friends? Like, why do you make friends like this? What is wrong with you? But you know what? That's good. I collect... I have a ramshackle situation that I'm very proud of. Hey, let's that's play, how you should make friends. Let's just play 2351 to 2530. That is I'm hilarious. sick of myself. <laughs> Janie, FYI, buses, not for big people. Okay, remember your goals, right? Yes, phase one, interact with as many social groups as possible, record the reaction. Phase two, try to win them over. Okay, yeah. Brought you something special for lunch. See how people react. And try to sit for cool girls too, okay? But I knew. How am I supposed to know who the cool girls are? Please, popular girls are always the same. Long hair, short skirts, air of entitlement. Anyways, you'll know your own kind. I'm glad to know you don't stereotype. Well, right now you've left all your old stereotypes behind. Have fun without them. Don't forget your lunch. Sorry, I'm late. I usually make a much better first impression. Sign in. Hey, cool shirt. By the way, we're recording this on uh, National Mental Illness Day. Did you know? Thank you for saying that because I was watching this and taking notes, I believe, on National Pizza Day. Yeah. And because it was fat like me, I put on my Crocs, which I'm wearing now. Yeah. And I got my Domino's Rewards pizza. Oh, and I just binged it while I watched did, this. Did you have to? Oh, wow. That's Wags. For bones. Did you have to eat 12 pizzas or something to get a reward? Girl, I've almost got my second one saved up because you can't just order the free one. Yeah. You have to get like a ton I of stuff. I hoard my points at yeah. Starbucks. Uh, I don't do that. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. Well, Domino's, I just wait until a binge day. So it's like, I didn't get three pizzas. I got like pizza and then those little Parmesan twists oh, and yeah. like 
I don't know, the stuffed cheesy bread. I was sure. like, let's, let's get crazy, guys. Yeah, but you know what? When someone gets in, in the cinnamon space and someone's like, let's do Senna sticks, I'm like, mm. you've lost your mind. Mm. Like, you literally, like, I'm driving you to rehab. <laughs> like, get in my car. I've tried that once. It wasn't over. good. Do you know what's worse? Great. The pasta in the bread bowl. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That's like mentally ill. I've had that. that. Yeah, Speaking of National Mental Illness Day. <laughs> okay, so she gets to her new class. And here's some more, like semi-homely people being really mean and i don't know why that is i don't know why it's not like the really pretty heathers who are being mean right but it's like other nerds and there's even a fat guy in the front who's well, being mean to her ap bio so like obviously they're ugly <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i was expecting um no so mean he's like moo moo wide load it's like every hacky fat thing you can say yeah he's like know. somebody get the tractor trailer whatever he said it's like so bad forklift what do you call it i don't know he's like someone get the cement beep, grinder like beep. i don't know, <laughs> don't know anything about construction so um she finds the one other girl in the class that's heavy and she sits with her they smile at each other so at lunch she goes looking for the cool girls as Janie's uh told jamie told, told her she had to do she has to sit with them but they ignore her and walk away oh my god fuck this movie by the way they show when she's out in the quad or whatever yeah the, they show this thin guy, and he's standing against a wall, like, with his legs crossed in front of him, with an apple sitting next to him. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, because skinny people love apples. Yes, they just, all they need is an apple, guys. Hot so, people. So, uh, Jamie kind of trolled the fuck out of her when she packed her lunch, because she was like, I packed you a special lunch. So, all that's in this lunch <laughs> is a Ziploc bag of, like, loose kettle chips, <laughs> and then a... Uh, uh, like literally like a sprinkle. You really just upgraded her lunch experience to kettle chips. <laughs> and then like a sprinkles cupcake. Like it's literally the most perfect looking vanilla cupcake. It's completely unsquished. Like literally had that brown bag been in my possession for five seconds, that thing would have been crumbs by the time. And I'm not talking crumbs bakery. I'm talking literally that would have been a flat ass like piece of cake. I'd be eating it with my hands. Like And then so everyone in the... You know, look, I have many obese friends that when we go out to dinner, they won't eat with me. I have to eat alone. You know what? That ain't true with me. Mm -mm. I'm like, let's go to happy hour. We can get everything for $5. It's wings. still like $300. Yeah. <laughs> I want all the wings. No, literally, like, by the way, this is how sad my life is. I'll saddle up to Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll saddle up to the bar alone yeah, with my... Wing. Oh, I love a wing. I feel bad, like, licking my fingers and Oh, stuff. I don't like bones. I do a boneless wing. Oh, a boneless. God, you're fancy. I do a boneless wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, on Thursdays. That's like, that's like the upgrade. On Thursdays, they're 49 cents. Boneless? Yes. Girl, honey. Glendale. Okay, that's Glendale. what I'm That's why the kids are all coming to Get Glendale. Get your ass girl. over to Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> on a Thursday. Take a $35 for that. lift for some 49 cent fucking wings. I would, too. I honestly think I'm going to start watching sports this year so I can have no, wings. No, I can't. No. No, I'm going to. No, but then you're One eating wings hunks. with those guys. I mean, I, so. no, like literally though. No offense. Like, like literally, I would probably fuck at least. That's like kind of like my my like Adam in this movie, like the so. little brother. Like I probably meet like a lot of. <laughs> it's like you're John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. You just like a man oh. who, who smells a bit of vinegar and leaves some orange on your back. By the way, like literally. <laughs> John Goodman would like he's like I have a huge crush on John Goodman like literally a huge crush um so <laughs> I loved you in damages but Everyone's... I think I'll leave it there 
So everyone's staring at her. She goes to eat. She throws it all away. Then we see a redhead teacher. That's her documentary teacher at school, at her other school. He spots her. and he Johnson. Looks, yeah, he's the Mr. Johnson. So he's the only person with a last name, no first name. By the way, I'd like to point out that every character in this movie has a first name or a last name, but no first and last name, including the main character. Because they ran out of white people names. I know. Like everything's like Sarah. Callie, Annie, John, Johnson. Mike, it's like literally, it's so bad. So, um, but also we forgot to say the part where her her documentary friend, like she's getting meaner now. She's like, yeah. look at that, it's a cupcake. <laughs> okay, find the popular girls. You'll know who they are. You, you're just one of them. Yeah, we Skinny, just played blonde, that clip. Simple. Oh yeah, we were smoking during that. Sorry. Sorry. Um, cigarettes. Um, so hey guys, remember that part? Guys, remember that part? That was so fucking good. So she dabbles with her friend after school. Do you guys she's remember Black like, like Me? She goes, she's like, I can't believe how mean people are. She's like, but I'll keep going. Personality and persistence will trump pounds, which is from I think another quote from Kaylee Cuoco's IMDb page that they just put directly into the movie. They were like, Kaylee knows us. This is like a, this is a message she sends out. Personality people are and persistence. Mirrors, okay. They give you back what you put out. I'm like, you've been staring at Caroline Ray for 10 minutes. Like, how are you going to say shit like that? You can't even look at your own mother, okay? Literally, (laughs) she squeezed you out your vagina. Even Even your little brother's like, she gave me birth, you gave me wedges. Like, even... Your own little brother can acknowledge Caroline Ray's vagina, and you can't. Like, literally, <laughs> get real. Well, she does a couple of things that make me want to kill her. Wait, are we back with her brother yet? So, yeah, we are. So, okay, she's at so home. She's, first of all, she's she's on the phone with her friend. She's like, people are such a walking cliche. They mood. Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> Which made me It's laugh. like you. Because true. Yeah, you do. To your mother, young lady. But uh, she's talking to her brother lately, and... Later, later. And, later. He's and he's eating a personal pan pizza. Okay. He's eating a personal pan pizza. The <laughs> Which cheese, is not like a cold. personal pan pizza. Yeah, it's like not even melted cheese. I don't know what she was disgusted by, but everything was gross. And then he's like, I'm writing some poetry. Yeah. Okay, it's like three pages that you're typing on MS Word. Who yeah. Does, like, now, who does that? That's, That's too long. A poem. Yeah, you need to handwrite that shit. He should read Rosie O'Donnell's blog if he wants some poetry inspiration, because you can jam a lot of betrayal into <laughs> about six words. <laughs> Okay. It wasn't that the greatest discovery ever when Rosie O'Donnell was like, I'm not nice at all. I'm a fucking bitch. And I'm know, miserable all day. Do you want to know another sick place I made friends in Where? real life? In the comment section of Rosie O'Donnell's blog. I can I've see been it. following a woman for over nine years on the internet. Her kids call me her internet famous friend. <laughs> I'm going to visit her in Oregon. I can see. <laughs> and I met her nine years ago in the comment section of Rosie O'Donnell's blog. I can see it after Rosie, the the happy daytime show, she started that blog and then she just turned evil. Like she was like, I'm pissed. And she would just go off. Like commenters would be like, I disagree. She'd be like, hey, Pepe, go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's one of my favorite comments. Hey, Pepe. I just realized something that like that like might be that thing about me. That might be like a layover from my fat girl days. That I'm no, that I just will make friends anywhere. Like I'm like, oh, you're talking to me? Sick. Let's be best friends. Like literally. Like Like when you made fun of Oscar the Grouch being homeless. I told you a few weeks ago I was walking home drunk at like four in the morning and I met this like you know how homeless guys just start walking with you in the city? Because they want something, but they're like, hey man, like just trying to start a combo. Yeah, we walked for three blocks. He gave me a pocket knife. 
Oh, I kept I'm... it until my friend Trisha made me throw it away. She's like, why are you keeping this? And I was like, because he gave it to me. I think we've established Trisha's not a good friend. Um, <laughs> did I talk I know. about what the man with one hand last week? I have week? no knife to kill them with. So last week when I was in New York, um, when I found out Hugh Hefner died, I had a really weird drunken reaction to it. And I just started sobbing hysterically on the street. Oh. And this man walked up to me. He's like, are you okay, baby? And I'm like, not really. And he's like, do you, are, he's like, do, are you cool? Like, what do you, and I was like, do you want to go get a drink? And he was like, yeah. So like, literally like, <laughs> I'm on the street with this man. He's probably like, he's probably like, I don't know, like 35. He's like a, he's about my height. He's a black guy. He's very like, has an, he's like very cute. He has a nice jacket. We're talking, we're walking. We go into a store. I buy some cigarettes. I buy him a bouquet of flowers. We go to a store. I have a drink. Then we get back to my hotel and he goes, you haven't said anything about my thing. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, my hand. Ronnie, he had one hand. I did. <laughs> what are you I supposed to say? I hung out with someone for hours. And You're didn't... like, hey, so no. high five. No, it's because <laughs> this is the second time in my life that I've hung out with someone for an extended period of time and didn't realize they only had one hand. Girl, I grew up with this girl named Kristen. And the first time I met her, she goes, I mean, she was so nice when we were laughing. She goes, you can stop staring at my leg. And I was like, I'm not staring at your leg. And it was a prosthetic leg. And she was wearing a mini skirt. I was like, I'm not staring at your leg, but why are you so weird about it? I know, right? Well, because, I mean, she only has one leg. She's probably used to a a lot of betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't have to mention me being fat, which I didn't. But I thought of that later. But I like that about us. You and I will pick up a friend anywhere. I like that. The world is your friend. Make new friends, but keep the old, Until you piss them off and they won't answer your calls anymore. Okay, moving on. So she tells Mike to go for this, or she tells Adam to go for this girl named Megan. Let's speed it up. So at school the next day, she can't follow along. Guy who sits in front of her keeps looking back at her. Um, she's asked to pass out the test schedule. So she's basically like a dude's making fun of her because she's banging into all the desks as she walks. Moo. Like the writer's room couldn't even come up with new jokes? No, there's no writer's room on this movie, Annie. There's not even a punch up. They're Are like, you kidding hey, Kaylee, me? what would you do? She's yeah. like, well, if it got dirty, people would be shocked. I'll tell so you that. So she turns like, around and she goes, <laughs> you know what they say about guys with big mouths? They're very small everywhere else. And the whole class is like, ooh. And it's like, I love that, like, Fat Allie has gotten enough dick that she can, like, literally, like, in this scenario, plus size Allie has gotten enough dick that she's like, hey, little dick, shut your mouth. Like, literally, like, I wouldn't even say that to a man. And, like, trust me, I've gotten plenty of D in my life. You know what I'm saying? Well, Kaylee gets everything in this movie because she gets chunky. She's still hot. She gets, like, a really cute pair of glasses, clothes she never had to shop for that are semi-cute. Nice Crocs. You know, I appreciate nice Crocs. She even gets sassiness because usually that takes a lot of bullying. Like mine all comes, my sarcasm all comes from bullying. Like I want to defend myself, but I wasn't willing to work out to do it. So I learned how to be, you know, take other people down. She didn't even have to do that. Like she's sassier than the naturally fat girl. I think she picks it up from her little brother. I think she downloaded that at home. Little bad news. And who knows what Caroline Ray said when she was in the hospital. Probably some real nasty words said over some jello. So I know Caroline is really nice now. They bring out the sugar-free jello, that. and she's like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> what? Mom? No, Caroline's in her recovery phase now. We don't get to see where she's, like, forcing diabetes on herself and, like, screaming at the kid or whatever. So, Ramona, <coughs> the other heavy girl in the class is named Ramona. And the skinny dude in the class is named George. They want to be study buddies with her. Okay, um, the skinny guy. Yeah. He's supposed to be the nerd, okay? Yeah. 
He's got that Bravo mom hair where it's like that guy hair that's like paste. It's like girly hair or whatever. It's like a little Justin bieber And he's cute. Like, yeah. I, don't, I mean, he's not the guy leaning on the convertible, but he's not that far. I no. Mean, like, I, I would have hooked like, up with thin, him. You yeah. Win, you no, know? Yeah, no. But he's, he's not like, supposed to be heavy. Well, but then they were... She's her friend later is like, you either hang out with fat people or the fat ready ones. I'm like, he's not even fat ready. What are you talking? He's like a string bean. And then what's his no. fetish with fat girls? He's yeah, like that's nice his to Ramona. Thing. He, he fetishizes. And then he he's sees a, a new fat girl and he's like, hey, you want to go get some gravy fries? Yeah, no. Get some fries with some meat and gravy on them. He's that's a what feeder. Likes. He's, he's a feeder. So he says, he goes, you want to be steady buddies? It'll only cost you a round of cheese fries. Like that I'm going to shove down your face while your hands are tied behind your back until you get so big I have to hose you down like on TLC. <laughs> like the way I like. So <laughs> I know what you're up to, Peter. Allie can't believe his name's George. Uh, Allie can't believe how hard she's being bullied at school. She goes in the bathroom to change out of her suit, and then I wrote LMAO. She's wearing fucking Crocs. So this is where I, I finally realized. I was like, how dare they? What a stereotype. Okay, I'm wearing Crocs. <laughs> Ronnie literally wears his Crocs over. <laughs> Let's play thirty-one seven. 17 to 3407. Okay. Impressions. I'm just going to say it. I hate being fat. I hate my fat hands. I hate my fat face. I, You know what? Mostly I hate all the big fat attitudes of everyone around me. Oh, I can't stand the thought of being in that stupid suit one more damn day. It's like, it's like me giving permission to everyone to treat me like crap. <sighs> Busted. What are you even doing here? This isn't your school. Is it yours? I'm teaching a summer class. I have a legitimate reason to be here, which is more than I can say for you. Okay. First of all, let's not overreact. I mean, what's so wrong with wearing a lot of makeup and a few extra layers? Okay, hidden cameras are less good. You know, this isn't fair. You're not even supposed to be here. And you started this whole thing by telling us about the scholarship. I'm only doing what you have asked us to do all year. Wearing foam. No, finding a story that needs to be told and going after it with everything we have. Okay, what's your story? I don't, I don't really know yet. Look, I started to get that scholarship, but, but it's raising all these questions about weight and identity and... I, I just think people will want the answers if you just give me a chance. Okay. Okay, okay. Do we really need to stand here and debate the meaning of okay? No, no, sorry. Thank you. Well, thank me by taking this seriously and giving it a real shot. And I want to see the final product before I sign off on it. So we're cool? He's down with it? Not only is he down with it, he wants to be all mentory and advise us. Well, you know, I really did mean what I said to him. I think we're really onto something with this documentary. So, how does the footage look? Fat girl and geek boy. Discuss. Why? I thought you only cared about the supposed cool people. Well, I did until you handed us these two. They're cherry. Pathetic. Empathetic. She's fat. He's fat adjacent. Hey, stop. Seriously, they were the only ones that were really nice to me. Exactly. We could totally use that. I mean, as much as I love our gimmick, you're still just a pretty girl in a fat suit. Really cares if your feelings get hurt. No offense. I'm sure. So what's your point? 
and you really want this to mean something, find out what it's like when the suit doesn't come off. You need to tell that side too. Well, we have to talk about this because we just talked about a really creepy moment with the feeder, right? That, yeah. that gave me the heebies when I watched it. And I'm not really sensitive about stuff like that. I'm like, right. why wouldn't a thin person want to be friends with me? You know? Well, right. they don't. Let's be honest. I'm just kidding. You guys. You call me fat? I'm just being yeah. a jerk for, because I forgot what I was going to say. But the next creepy part is Mr. Johnson being at the school. Yeah. And he's like, look at that fat girl. I'm going to follow her into the bathroom. He's like, I kind of recognize that yeah, fat and girl. And he just stands outside the bathroom the entire time she's changing out of her fat suit. And Kaylee just throws her fat suit in the trash can to hide it and then takes a whole trash bag with her. Yeah. Which I was like, you're lucky there's not just like a, a raw tampon floor. How do we know there's not? There. I mean, I guess she checked. It was the end of the day. But I mean, that's an awful lot to expect from summer school. I was very upset about this whole thing. And he's so, like, like honestly, if a, if a teacher who was just teaching summer school was standing outside of the ladies' room at a high school for more than a minute and a half, like, well, I would have Megan's him arrested. In this day and age. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He'd be registered somewhere. Um, so while we should say that while her and Jamie um, are working together, Kaylee, this is very poor quality. I thought Kaylee was carrying a bowl of cheese curls up the stairs or just carrots. Still, just carrots. still low effort. I thought it was cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. And I was like, at least she cut something. And you know, she did it like, oh, well, this is at the rich girl's house. So she couldn't do it to make Caroline Ray mad. No. So some kids are playing horse. Um, it's like Kaylee, it's like Kaylee, like her friend Kendall, like in the hot boys, right? They're all playing horse. And Kendall says that one of Mike's friend uh, says to one of Mike's friends that she heard that he hooked up with Darcy at a school party. And then he says, and then another guy says to avoid that chick because Darcy's a future fatty. She doesn't pass the mom test. Her mom isn't hot, so she's going to be fat when she gets older. I wrote my notes. This makes me feel good because my mom is hot. (laughs) I did. You know, that's. I've always heard that. Like you're going to look like your mom in ten years. I wish that worked for guys because my mom is gorgeous. Yeah, she keeps it together. Yeah. No, it's and like also that is ninety percent of Shauna too. Is that like Shauna puts effort into it? Oh my god, my mom's full on effort her whole life. You know. Yeah, I can't. I I can't for her. I can't go back and like be the Gigi to her Yolanda right now. (laughs) Um, But I am Gigi Hadid. In case you guys were wondering. Um, So the guy says, "How come a wedding ring is like a ripcord? As soon as you put one on." and like it's like the sickest like it's the sickest shit ever so Allie's talking along with Mike and she's also like, like every guy gets so much hotter after he's married I'm sure yeah no I know what they the all hell? get so hot yeah so Eddie's a little bit of a jerk huh that's what she says to Mike and Mike's like it's not all his fault concussions which I was like concussed like me like they didn't know 10 years ago the climate that sports concussions would have like literally like that is terrible like when I was when he's just like oh no he has too many concussions I was like oh so you mean he's gonna beat the fuck out of his wife in 10 years and it's not gonna be his fault and he's gonna lose his fucking NFL future elevator footage no like seriously (laughs) (laughs) but do you want to make concussed like me (laughs) It's like a black like me. Do you remember that? No, I don't. I've had a Vaguely. concussion. <laughs> Vaguely. It was either that or beating the shit out of my girlfriend. I can't remember. Uh, oh, my God. So you guys, this turn this off. <laughs> so he kisses her and he goes, come on, Miss Adorably Sexy. Let's walk together. So they go walking. Uh, he's like, you're not like I thought you'd be. Pretty girls are usually, I don't know, like 
insane. <laughs> I like that you're not fake. You know BS. You know who you are. That's hot. What has she told you? I know. I haven't seen one fucking conversation between you no, two. No, okay? seriously. With your split bangs and your red convertible and your twink ass and your forgiveness <laughs> of the mean jock. Your twink ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You guys haven't even talked. I feel like those hot people in high school are like, you're hot, I'm hot. Let's just be together forever. I love him. Like, you don't love him. Yeah. Um. Wait, so Allie's in her fat suit at school. Her guy friend says, is there any proof of God other than, oh, so, oh, no. It's George. And they're eating cheese fries at a diner. My mistake. I just I, have to point out one fat thing that the hot, the hot guy said. He goes, so is, why are you so private? Is there another guy? Is he smaller than me? I was like, oh. No. No, you're the smallest hot guy, okay? Stop saying shit like that in a fat movie. Everything's also, triggering. Also, like, smaller than me? Like, he's not, like, why would a girl want a guy that's, like, smaller than the muscly hot dude in just, school? He's like, is he bigger than me? Is he smaller than me? I'm like, why yeah, is everything about size? Yeah, it's a size you know? thing. You have bangs in a convertible. Be quiet. So Allie's in her fat suit at this, like, cafeteria thing, and George is like, is there any better proof of God than the cheese fry? And Allie's like, I'll pass that on to the Pope. Uh, so i'm like oh also oddly religious (laughs) like that's her clap back is like i'll pass that on to the pope which is like also like very 80s like when people would just reference the pope like oh we're getting a visit from the pope today like (laughs) talks like that anymore and he's like well yeah cheese fries god gotta go yeah i'm like you set up this fucking cheese fry date where are you going and ramona's sitting there like oh my god do you want to know where he's going his ska band practice and ramona's like rubbing one out and she's like we should go see a ska band sometime they're really good and uh and ali's like you like like George, don't you? She's like, no, I don't. I just like, he's like, great. And it doesn't matter anymore because he's into you anyway. And In then, a way that's not cutty. Like, I've been, this guy's been ordering me cheese fries. Do you know how hot that is to a chunky person? Like, the first man who's like, babe, you want to go have cheese fries? I don't care. You can beat me. I don't he's care. like, I You're can beat myself in front of you. I love that. Yes, Thank you. Yeah. You are mine forever. Best and I ever Ramona had. Just like, doesn't care because yeah. she's nice because she's fat. You know, this movie, I swear, it was written by a thin person. Cue the Drake. So also, she's like, you're so smart. I was like, how do you, how do you know? She no, said she's she a likes big the guy in the band. Also, like, she's a oh, oh Ramona smart. Yeah, Ramona. Oh. She's like, you're so smart, Ramona. What are you doing in summer school? I was like, you've talked to Ramona one time because the guy laughed. And Ramona's you like, I can't handle all the laughing at me. Plus, I'm trying to get out of here and go to college. I wish I had your style. And I was like, let's go shopping. So they go shopping. I, I wish like, I had your style of v-neck sweaters yeah and crocs i'm about to die via stingray like literally like bindi Irwin, my daughter will be winning dancing with the stars <laughs> 15 years <laughs> i'm sorry Elle has bindi never Irwin tasted has been like my... cheese fries until bindi now. Irwin has been my biggest enemy since she was seven years old like i literally don't know what to do for some reason Never been able to stand that Bindi Irwin. I love that she loves animals. I love animals, too. I love what the family's done for animals. There's animal listeners on here. If there's animals listening to this. There might be actual crocodiles okay, if listening you're a stingray, to this, right? Like, listen to me, okay? Freak accident. I understand. But you took out Steve Irwin. Style icon to high school girls. So... so they're going shopping, and Kaylee Cuoco reads a quote from her IMDb page, and she goes, clothing isn't fashion, it's armor, because high school is war. Um, and, like, 
Okay, where is that from? Clothing isn't fashion, it's armor because high school is war. Like, is that from I'm Ramona something? Quimby, age eight? I don't know. <laughs> Like that—that doesn't even make sense to me. You know what's armor? Fat. Okay, (laughs) fat is armor because high school is war. You stupid skinny bitch! How can you still not know that? So Ali's basically like your problem is that you're wearing clothes that are too drapey. You need to wear something too like a little bit more fitted. You know that's the worst advice anyone ever gave Kirstie Alley. She told she said it on her show. She's like, I went on Oprah, and Oprah told me fatter people need to wear thinner clothes because they look less like tents. Right. And then she shows a montage of all these pictures of her in these little tiny tops that don't fit. (laughs) Was she the one who came out in a bikini on Oprah? Wait, Oprah made some, or like, or Oprah made someone come out in a bikini and it was like, obviously like they like had lighting on like the abs and they had her in like a, um, what's it called? A sarong. And like, it was just, it was like this actress had clearly committed to like, yes, Oprah, in 90 days, I will be wearing a bikini on your show. And, like, literally the actress was not ready. She And she looked great in my mind, like, in any average American mind. But, of course, she's, like, some broken actress. So she's like, oh, my God. So they were, like, <laughs> so literally. me forever. Yeah, they're putting, like, the Vaseline glow on her. Like, oh, yeah. Girl. Vaseline doesn't help. You just look like a basted turkey. Tried it. So can we play our uh, pretty woman scene from 40 minutes to 4311? Come on. They wouldn't have fit anyway. So I, I was thinking maybe sometime the three of us could go to a movie. Or not if you're busy. You're probably busy. Are you going to so. pretend like that didn't just happen to us? I'm going back in there. Please don't. Just let it go. There's clothing in place. It works for all different types of fabrics. Hi. Remember me? This may get a little awkward, so you might want to stand over there. I beg your pardon. Oh, good, because that's why I came back in here. You owe my friend an apology. Okay, maybe you want to calm down. And maybe you need to eat some carbs, but unlike you, I'm not here to judge. Okay, you know what, dear? I was just dealing with an actual customer, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Fine, then I'm going to have to ask for the name of your manager, and if she can't figure out a way to apologize, then I'll have to call your head office. And trust me, I will call. I may not be your target demographic, but I have friends and I have family that shop here. And believe me, I will tell them how you treated us. That'll do, Janine. I'm the manager. How may I help you, ladies? That was like Richard Gere and Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. You know you just made yourself the hooker in that scenario? (laughs) I just don't get it. How you have all this confidence? Like, they haven't gotten to you. They? You know what I mean. It's like, when I'm fat, I don't own my own body anymore. Everyone else has a right to an opinion on it. Like, what is that about? That's a good question. I was beginning to think you ate air. Come on. Like, you don't have a secret stash of your own. Go ahead, help yourself. Um, I'm okay. Anyone else? I eat too much when I'm stressed, and I hate exercise. But that's my problem. How did it become everyone else's? But what about all the health stuff? I mean, you know what they say, that that fat, I mean, that people like us cost the system. Ellie, you really think teenagers moo at us because they're worried about the healthcare system? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, there is some truth to it. 
My mom made herself sick six years ago. What happened? She's just always struggled with her weight, and I guess one day she just gave up. I mean, big time. Kept eating, kept gaining, got diabetes, didn't stop eating, was put on medical diets, didn't stop eating. I mean, she ended up in the hospital with a heart attack before she stopped. I'm sorry. How is she now? She's fine. 80 pounds lighter for now, but I just don't know if it's going to happen again. I hate living like that. You know, if her addiction was alcohol, I could... I could hate her for ruining her life or the family, but... What kind of girl are you if you hate your mom for being fat? But I still hate her. Okay, but That's also, <laughs> like, she's like... I, I mean, if my mom was, like, a brutal alcoholic who, like, beat the shit out of us and fell down the stairs every night on her way upstairs to bum a cigarette from the guy who does prosthesis, like, that would be one thing. But, like, she's fat. <laughs> like, I could be slightly more upset than getting fat. So, also, like, isn't that scene... I've only seen Pretty Woman, like... Like, probably four times and then um, twice in a row while I went to the Regent Beverly Wilshire where they play it over and over again in the manicure place. I, like, was getting a manicure and pedicure. And, like, you know those fancy places they think you must just be wanting to luxuriate? And I'm like, no, 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 girl. Like, in my mind, rich people don't have time. So, like, you got to hurry this up. I can't get a four hour. I can just watch this shit twice. I'm Gary Marshalled out for the rest of my fucking life. But, like, when she says, like, we were like Richard Gere and Julia Roberts... I thought that like the no, you're like Jason Alexander and Jason Alexander. No, <laughs> you're fired, Ronnie. You are fired. But it's like equating to it's a false equivalency. Okay? No, but also wasn't that a scene, the shopping scene between the butler and Julia Roberts? Like Richard Gere was it didn't go into the boutique and say like yeah, she's Richard a- Gere fucked the same whore. Like he didn't care. He fucked the poor one. He fucked the richer looking one. No, he didn't but care. she's referring to the shopping scene where she's like big mistake. Yeah, huge. Because first she goes in as a hoe and the lady yeah. Says, um, excuse me, this is Beverly Hills and you're a hooker. And she's like, so how dare you? The guy who brings her back to the salon is like charging to the game is not Richard Gere it's the it's the bellhop from the hotel the judgy right. bellhop who's like on his high horse in his fucking Hollywood studio apartment right. like which I love I'm like literally you realize she's your downstairs neighbor right like <laughs> why are you being so fucking judgy <laughs> like you're making serious money at the Reach Bev Wilsh yeah, like exactly. come on now but also in that movie she leaves with like ball gowns and fun things what these girls get Nothing. Literally they nothing. Didn't fit in anything, they in got any rejected. In no, they got rejected from like the express plus size section. Yeah, some lady. They ended up calling customer service, and then the customer service lady smiled. But then they still left with like no clothes that fit. So I don't know what's happening in this movie. But stop trying to ruin pretty woman, ladies. So for people at home who can't get the visual, we got when Ali says, "I thought you eat air." Ramona had just opened up her glove compartment, and um, many candy bars fell out of it. And the, her weapon of choice, which I really, this is, I've thought about it. I thought about it in the car today. I thought about it when I was watching this three times. I thought I had to drive back from Santa Monica. I had a lot of time to think about this. She eats something called nut bars, which I can only imagine is like a payday. And like, I can't imagine. It sounds a- like a big lots candy. I can't think of anything sadder to get fat on than like a payday. Like, what an unsatisfying candy bar. Especially when you're poor. If they were called, like, sneakers or something. Like, if they called them, like... (laughs) Sneakers. If they called it a sneakers (laughs) or, like, 
a twins bar, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, I would totally get fat on twins bars. But like nut bars, like nut bars is well, really the, your weapon the, of choice. The thing is people always think, oh, you're fat because you really love food. You know, like a lot of times heavy people will say, and even at Weight Watchers, which I've been in They're and like, out of I my whole food. life. Like yeah. I've been through every goddamn counting system they've come up with. But people are like, oh, I'm just a foodie. I just really love food. I'm like, bitch, you do not. I love you know, bread. My first time at around 300 pounds was Little Debbie's, okay? It was <laughs> boxes and boxes and boxes of those fucking Little Debbie brownies for 99 cents from the goddamn Skags. Do you want to know what my, my thing is? Huh? Like, if I'm going to let loose, like, if Molly's going to, like, really fucking let it rip, those little white donuts... Oh, the powdered ones? Oh, get the fuck out I like out the chocolate frosted ones. No, it's I've downed so many boxes of those. It's They're they're harder to eat. Um, the chocolate ones, I can... I, they are? I think the powdered one gets chalky in my mouth. I like oh, yeah, no, that's true. Quick. Maybe that's why I like them. But I'm also sick. My other fat person thing that I love to do is to shove a fistful of goldfish crackers, cheddar goldfish crackers in my mouth, and then take a sip of Diet Coke, Diet Coke. and then smush them together. Yeah, I do the... Um... <laughs> Sammy's so disgusted. One of my favorite is either Thin Mint or the peanut butter sandwich cookies, the Girl Scout cookies. You put them in your mouth, you crunch down the, just the edges off with your yeah. teeth, and then you drink water, believe it or not, and yeah. it softens them, and it turns them into I this like, sandy... <laughs> One, I mean, girl, being the thing is, being fat sucks, but getting fat. Ugh. People keep saying, why would you ruin your hard work? I'm like, because this is fucking so fun. The only reason yeah. I lose weight is so I can still fly. Yeah. And the only reason I fly is to go to better restaurants. And shout out to everyone out there. I just want you to know, if you eat the reduced fat Cheez-Its, you can eat a lot more. And I just want to let you know that. Oh, no. I got some of those Ritz, which, which are like less salt. Fuck oh. you. Give me the crunchy, disgusting. I want to feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Regular Cheez-Its are too heavy for me. I need to eat volume. If I'm I doing like a, a cheese that I like to... No, a no saltine sp- for a cracker or like okay. a, anything I can drink with Diet Coke and it smushes it and turns it into like carby liquid. Oh my God. I just watched an SVU and they found out the perp. Whenever his mom was at, was hooking, she'd leave a box of saltines on the on the stoop for him. And I would so, be so excited my mom was a, a hooker. I know, so like the saltines. little boy like grew up eating saltines for dinner, like so he wound up like killing a bunch of prostitutes because he hated his mom. And they went back to his old neighbor in the Bronx, and this old Italian lady comes out of her house, and she's like, "Imagine saltines for dinner!" Like it's like so, she's so every dead person upset. is covered in like white crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's hooking. Also, I have to give a shout out to this movie's realism because the car binge. Yeah. There's, and I used to, my fat friend growing up, we would go to Arby's on like two sandwiches for 20 cents or whatever it was back when I was growing up. Girl, binging with another fat person in the privacy of your car. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thank you, fat like me. I'm loving this movie much more. Yeah. I've always go. done really well with a boyfriend because it's like an excuse. Like, it's like, oh, I'm keeping up with him. But also, I just ate 12 pounds of barbecue, and he's, like, secretly mortified and never wants to see me again and cannot believe, like, we're in a relationship. Well, it's unfair when you hang out with someone who's less weight than you. Because if we go out together and we're like, let's get crazy. Yeah. You'll die if you try and keep up. It's like a goldfish. They can't stop eating if you keep putting food in there. But I'm on, I'm, a, I'm on my slender side right now. But I have fat girl tendencies where, like, literally, I screamed at Christina Lopez in her face 
we're getting shrimp cocktail and I'm getting my own. If you want one, get your own. And I like uh, screamed at her. I was like, get your own. It's I, mine. And I was like. <laughs> I hate people who are like, do you want to share that? Because it means you want, no. to, do you want me to eat half your thing and then I'll let you pay for it when the bill comes. Oh, bitch, oh no, no, no. We don't do that. No, no, no. Not Put in this family. No. I'm You'll just like, don't hand. fucking touch my shrimps. Like, you think I came this far for you to touch my shrimps? The fuck out of here. So we don't. Somehow, you take your please advise check. You cash that. You buy your own fucking <laughs> shrimps. Okay, I worked hard for these five shrimps. So, Allie and her friend look at the footage. She wants more. She's like, I need more. Uh, she's she's like, but I can't because I just gave this lecture to this fat girl I know with nut jobs in her glove compartment. She's about like, how Ramona she's a just like, yeah. System. Ramona basically like showed her her emotional used maxi pad where she is like, I like, here's everything. She's like, this is who I am. These are things I've never told anyone. So, um, then whatever cut to Mike is asking her to go to the pier, but she's like, I can't, I'm busy. So whatever. Or Mike's Ramona. getting blown off. And also this is such a skin, a skinny person written line too. in eighth grade graduation. They didn't have a yeah. gown for me. It's a gown. What are you talking about? They didn't come on, Ramona. They have a gown for everyone. Uh, <laughs> That's they why let gowns. Kaylin, okay. who's having her th- a pregnant girl on Teen Mom, is it wore a graduation <laughs> gown this week. I'm pretty sure they had a gown for you, Ramona. Um, we're gonna speed this up a little bit. So uh, Ali's working moo, at the boat. Moo, moo, moo. Put posters back up on Kaylee's wall. Like, what, did her dad come in? Like, I know. Well, I will iron these posters. Uh, this softball is going back up on this wall, Missy. Do you know what I just <laughs> remembered? I had one of those, like, books on tapes you read along with the book when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And you'd know to turn the page because a cow would go, moo. Oh, and you'd turn the page. Shaming. Do you know how many babies are being triggered right <laughs> and now? No, it's like a farm. It was like a farm book. And be like, when the cow says moo, turn the page. So you'd no, be like, a modern day girl, moo. they're going to change that to a bing. I'll <laughs> <No>. tell you. <laughs> so. get sued. Damn. I, you know what? If I could read a book like that right now, I would be a better reader. I'll tell you that. If I I'd could be re- crying, it be, even if it was, it does. If it was just a ding, like if I could just read along, those things were amazing when you were a kid. When it says ding, turn the page. Like fucking amazing. That's one of those ding. things you forget. So um, Allie sees Mike with Kendall while she's in her fat suit with George at a cafe. Um, and George- okay, here's where everybody becomes evil. Now the the filmmaker friend is just an outright cut fitness. And oh, then she's the best not... friend, who, the best friend. That's how friend, Ronnie says cunt. <laughs> yes, right. It's cut fitness. I'm not allowed to say that. I have checked my male privilege, okay? I now say cut fitness. But, um, <laughs> she... <laughs> but now the friend is just suddenly mean too, and the friend doesn't even see her fat yet. I'm like, stop making everybody mean to her for being fat when they're talking to her while she's thin. It's like nobody's paying attention to what they're writing, you know? They're like, she's pretending to be fat, so now everybody's mean to her even when she's really thin. It's frustrating. Okay. Um, literally, like, the irony of cunt being cut fitness for this movie is pretty Jean. That was, like, hitting me in waves as you were talking. So we're ahead now. We're at the scene in the cafe where um, Allie spots Mike with Kendall, her friend from softball that's, like, a big hoe bag. Like, she's, like... Literally, the way she's, like, grabbing him in public. Like, has some... Like, you don't know that your friend who's actively dating this man could be around any corner. Little do you know she's in a fat suit watching all of this, like, play-by-play. because I'm fat. 
But also, that girl, they did establish that that girl is very handsy because, right, remember her first scene when she's like, Hey, thin friend, why are science teachers so lame? She grabs her hand and starts walking with her yeah, hand yeah, in yeah. the hall. So, I don't know, maybe she's just touchy. I'm just kind of trying to keep some mystery. In. It's a little bit like um, a bingo moment, killer assistant, when she walks out of the bar and sees her husband like li- like blatantly hooking up with another girl in public and like it ruins her marriage. Um, did, did, so, did that work? Um, so <laughs> yes, I was scanning through my notes, laughing at the same time. So George is like, that's your boyfriend. Oh, so that's your boyfriend. Like he can't, like the actor can't deliver the line, like where he's supposed to be like, if he's like, that's your boyfriend. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's your boyfriend. Like, about also, it. it's such a poor line delivery of such a poor line. Like if in a babysitter's club book, that line would be great. Like in an actual that's, movie. In italics. He's like, how can I do this? Can yeah. I work with the prosthetic guy upstairs to work on this scene? The, the director comes over and he's like, no, 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 no. The second time you say it, you're realizing that it was inappropriate the first time for you to be surprised that that's your boyfriend because you like Allie. It's like, that's right? your boyfriend? Oh, yeah. That's your boyfriend? That's your boyfriend? Right? Like, okay, we've only got so many takes, okay? It's a four-hour day. When he Keep read with Cuoco at the final audition, that he fucking lit the room up. You know he did. They were like, like... We just want what you gave us in that room, they George. Want, okay, George, you don't need to do anything different than you did in the room, okay? But also, he's so, such a creepy guy. He's like, that's your boyfriend? And she's like, well, whatever, kind of. I mean, I don't know. And he know. goes, fantasy crushes... I'd rather see you with someone who knows what he's got. He goes, what are you fantas- talking about? You're coming on to every fat girl in the room. Stop being such a creep. Yeah. Well, no, he like first start, he starts by saying fantasy crushes are great. They're awesome. But I'd rather see you as someone who knows what he's got. So he's basically being like, oh, yeah, you can't get that hot guy over there. That's a fantasy for you, fatty. But yeah. like, I'd like to see you with someone like me, George, who will feed you to death. Like, yeah, that's where. Hell? Yeah, no, he's like crazy. George is mentally ill. Speaking it's of National Illness it's Day. It's gross that he's supposed to be the nice one who understands and he still says disgusting shit like that. You know? I'm feeling free to turn on George in this past. I've turned I really, on him. I've, I've turned on him. So and I just wrote, uh huh, you know so much about her. Fat or thin, guys <laughs> go for the pussy they can reach. And that is the goddamn truth. You're okay. crazy. <laughs> that is the goddamn truth. So Allie's working at the bowling lane like Ronnie in high school, and she sees Mike looking at Megan. I actually worked in the grill. Thank you. Did oh. you hear my nacho story? Oh, sorry. She worked in the grill. So he sees Adam. Sorry. Her little brother Adam is at the bowling lane checking out Megan. He's watching girls who are all in light blue sweaters with V-necks. Yeah. I swear to God. He's like jerking off to his sister. So he's like, <laughs> she goes over there and she's like, go hit on her. She's like, come on. Like, I would kill to be as smart and funny as you are. Um, don't be your own bully. You're so much better than that. Which is another Kaylee Cuoco original quote. Like, don't be I your mean, own bully. Oh, I'm here. I'm what, here. What do you have? What do you have me for? So she's like, it doesn't matter if they don't like you. Just go force yourself on them. I'm like, look. This is a bad week to be talking about this, okay? Right. This kid's running Miramax. He's like, what? My sister told me to do it. Yeah. He's like, I've known since I was a child. So anyway, but like, (laughs) no, seriously, this is the other thing too. It's that thing that people do to each other in real life where it's like, oh, I certainly would never take this advice, but I'll go ahead and push you out in front of me. Like, it's like, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, you should totally go try out for that. Like, you've never had any vocal training. Go sing on a stage in front of the director of Cats. (laughs) That'd be great. I don't see any problem with that. 
<laughs> like meanwhile, they're at home eating powdered donuts, like rubbing one out while you don't even like <laughs> while you're failing and like literally like a failure that you'll be speaking about in the therapy that you don't have health insurance for. Yes, you're paying ma'am. out of pocket for the rest of your fucking life. Yes. So um, her friend is editing. Uh, Jamie's editing and Allie's lecturing her on fat people or the way they're treated by society because Allie's an expert now. Yeah. And they get into a fight. Fat phobia exists. So do gravy fries. Disgusting. (laughs) Moo. It's like, if you don't like fat, then lay off the fries. No one likes a self-righteous prom queen. I was like, whoa. By the way, she had also burned her earlier and said like, oh, that's right. You weren't prom queen. You were (laughs) runner-up. Jamie is... Do not trust Jamie. There's she fat is... people, there's thin people, and there's horrible closeted lesbian nerds with with <laughs> I you know with apple screens at their home. The rich, apple. rich ones at that. <laughs> the way they separate us all, guys. Can't we just love each other? So Allie realizes that her irrational fear comes from the fact that anyone can be fat. Allie says You're that not she... all of a sudden black. But <laughs> anyone can all of a sudden be fat. It's like, oh my god, Kelly. Kaylee. Kaylee. Oh my god. <laughs> You're of That's Italian, it. German, and English went. extent over here, <laughs> or descent over here, talking about how anyone can be black, okay? She literally went, That's it! <laughs> That's it! You just can't turn black. Eureka, bitch! You can't turn I can't do fat. math, but I can tell you this equation you can become fat. Um, so, this is so. Pregnancies, <laughs> injury, aging. She's coming up with all the acceptable excuses for her that people could become fat. Not just that I ate too much and didn't exercise. Like, that's still not okay with Kaylee. No, no, no. But if you've had a pregnancy or injury or aging, it's okay. It's also like not being looked at as an addiction or a mental illness or a a genealogical thing or anything like that. Like, it's all being looked at as like, you've made a decision or you've gone through some freakish health accident, like where you're pregnant and I don't know, bedridden for the rest of your life. So then yes. you became obese, like guilt. And there is mom. like, I see what they're trying to do as far as not making it total victimhood. Like, of course, everybody has not everybody, but most of us have control and choices. It's not like that doesn't exist. And it's not like we don't know that. Okay. Yeah. It's just not your fucking business to be mooing at us and yelling at Caroline Ray while she's just trying to make you bacon, bitch. Absolutely, right? And yeah. they do have like and she's like I wish my mom could go to AA. And I'm like they do have OA. Like yes. uh, like and there is horrible. a there is a program for that actually. Um also like I'm still kind of like bumping on her wishing that her mom was an alcoholic. Like I'm just going to go back to yeah, that. Like she's <laughs> jealous of all the kids with addict mothers, you know? I know. What an asshole. So, um Ali says she can't use any of the footage of Ramona because it was personal interaction between the two of them. And I was like you probably should have thought of that before you put on a fat suit and fucking fake glasses with a video <laughs> camera in them, you sociopath. Like you should have never gotten in her vehicle like you can't like have you ever seen a movie Allie like you can't like it like she Allie should watch a movie is what I'm telling she should watch this movie perhaps but a movie like this this would all be wrapped up for her I would never get in a car with someone that I started to like after I was wearing fake video glasses for a month hell no well you and I are too we're uh, different. Yeah, we're like confessors. We're different. I'd be like, hi, Malls. My name is really Rondel, <laughs> and this is all just a joke. Okay. I saw your nut bars, so now I have to tell you. I actually weigh 115 pounds. I'm on a softball team. I go to another high school, and my mom's fat, and I hate her. I'm totally doing this for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Okay, start recording again. Um, 
So they get their test back in bio, and she says, she's like, Ramona, check my grade for me. I can't look at it. Um, and she has a B++. I wrote, damn. An AP bio. Like, literally, wow, that is impressive. you're double mediocre. Congratulations. Double and mediocre. And then guess what, Ramona, or guess what George says? Hey, guys, congratulations. Guess what this means? Cheese fries. <laughs> Jesus Christ, George. Keep it in your pants. So they decide to all go bowling together. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So, like, Ramona's first first ball is obviously a gutter ball. And then Allie gets a seven, and they're like, damn, Gina. Like, they literally, like, lose their minds Everyone over Everyone scored a seven. a seven over and over, and they're like, that's really good. And then when Kaylee bowled, she did that thing where she squats on the ground, which no heavy person would do. But she squats on the ground, and she rolls it with both of her hands. You work at a goddamn bowling alley. Eight-year-olds do that, you know? Like, eight-year-olds. Like, bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> Ramona, go lay in the lane. <laughs> but this is where I realized <laughs> that she has stopped calling Ramona Ramona and she now calls her Ram. Have you noticed that? How offensive is that? <laughs> She's like, you Ram. See- <laughs> it's not malls. It's not like Ramona. It's like, I'd be like, like Ramona. You used to bust down a fucking door. Like, yeah. leave Ramona alone. <laughs> My God. I would call her, if that was my friend, I'd be like, Ramones. That's what I would call her. I'd be like, yeah, Ramones, I'm just don't gonna, even worry I'm just going to call my big friend the most giant truck on the lot, the Ram. <laughs> so these, like, boys are, like, bullying them, and he's, like, making fun of Ramona. Well, and- now it's different, because he's like, moo, moo. And before, when Kaylee stood up to the, the haters, and it's the same little midget guy, by the way. It's the oh, same it one. Yeah, it's the same guy. They're like, just bring that short bully back from the random school on the other side of town. Now he's bowling next to them. So he's next to them, and he's like, moo, moo, again. And she does the same thing where she's like, I'm sassy. I'll protect you. And then he's like, no, you're fat. So he pours soda over her head. Like, okay, sassiness only works clip. if you're thin. Like, guys, okay, so this movie blew its load and literally about, <laughs> I would say, three minutes and ten seconds. Like, okay, so let's play uh, 5323 to 5610. Hey, wide load. Why don't you stay in your own lane? Sorry. Ignore him, Ram. Ram? For real? Don't you mean, like... Cow? Let's just change lanes. No, wait. We were here first. Besides, I've dealt with them before. They're all talk. Dude, seriously. Man to man? Which question you pushing? Better question. Which chromosome you missing? Okay, little boys. The adults are trying to bowl here, so please. Was I talking to you? Don't worry. (laughs) Buy it. You want to do something about a pipe cleaner? Yeah, like go back in time and slap your inbreeding mama. What'd you say about my mom? George, we're going. Yes, right. Leave now. Allie, wait! Allie, it's just us. You don't have to be embarrassed. Seriously, I'm fine. Will you just go away? Allie, what is it? Come on, look at me. I don't understand. What's wrong with you? That... That's a mask. Why are you wearing a mask? Don't freak out. I was going to tell you guys soon. Tell me now. For a hidden camera project. Documentary. A documentary about what? What it's like to be fat. 
Hold on. Just hold on one second, please. George! George, please! So, uh, I asked him again at work, and he says, Jim, I told you twice already. It's a can opener. <laughs> Allie, get a can opener. Jeez, Mom, you want some bread with that butter? Since when are you back on blood pressure meds? When... Since last month, I'm handling it. And why aren't you eating anything lately? Because I can't work out as much. The less you sweat, the less you should eat. It's really not that complicated. Al. Allie. Hey, it's me again. Look, I know you probably hate me, and I, I don't even know what to say to try and make better. chance to try please damn okay so she thinks ramona's calling her back but it's fucking mike being like where are you you're late for the whatever well, we can't just skip everything that just let's happened. just know like let's like literally like, i just want to i just want the audience to know in advance that's not ramona calling because hard to forgive what just happened oh yeah okay she ain't forgiving that especially texting you know you wait for an apology for that shit so the actress who plays ramona this is her one and only credit she doesn't have a short film at usc on her thing she doesn't and by the way you can put an imdb thing down for anything She's not credited under any other names. She did one movie and she did this. And I will say she matches, in my mind, her reaction. She does great. I think this actress is as good, if not better than, Kaylee Cuoco. Well, there's some standards. I'm going to wager that. Well, I mean, Kaylee Cuoco is a bajillionaire. <laughs> All she needs is some good quotes. I know, right? right? She's quoting out the ass. But, like, okay. So, the mask falling off her face. That is so good because it only fell off, like, the the mouth part and she has this it's exactly the same under i don't know what i would compare it to like there's no face there's no way to lie about it what happened it was because it was like it came around the mouth area well, but why was she wiping her mouth when he poured the coke on her head like this movie like because <laughs> he poured a coke on her face he poured it on her head but it also and like she's like but some of mouth. the liquid hits her face and so she puts a towel to her face and then sees that literally like the exact face that she just put on, like, the towel has her face imprinted on it. So, like, all of her makeup has come off. And her prosthesis is now, like, visible. And she's like, oh, this can't be good for me. Which, like, by the way, I wish they would have thought of that. Like, I think the guy upstairs, like, I thought he was more of a genius than that. But, I mean, I guess I would say, like, in Mrs. Doubtfire, like, when Mrs. Doubtfire let her... run, girl. Yeah, like, she didn't have a cream pie to shove her face in, like Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> did during that famous face where she said she was using meringue as a mask. Caroline Ray's still, like, working with that prop over in the kitchen. Can you do, like, a Mrs. Doubtfire hello? I don't even know how. It's like, hello! <laughs> hello! Yeah, like right after, oh my God, Robin Williams. Oh my God, face. don't go there. Oh dark God, enough. Dark enough. He was so happy in Patch Adams. Did you, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, a grocery store worker said that to my mom and I, right? 
I'm so happy with Patch Adams. <laughs> like, right, it was like my mom and I are at home, and like it's like R.I.P. Did you miss like People 24 Mag- hour photo or whatever, one hour photo? <laughs> Dude, one hour photo is my shit. Like, literally, one hour photo is my shit. And That's also, Robin Williams' lifetime movie. And so is the SVU episode where he plays like um, Patch like, Adams. No coercion or something is called. It's like the it's like it's I like the like... version a version of that movie where like a guy gets a girl to strip down at a McDonald's because he convinces it's her boss over the phone. It's the police. Oh yes. And so there's a Robin Williams episode based. Oh, I on saw the that true movie. Story. That was a good movie. Did you Tight see that movie? And also my friend Pat Healy played the creepy guy on the phone. Wasn't the lady from that the lady from the Leftovers? The lady who was a bitchy manager. Probably. Oh, so I'm seeing the leftovers. Maybe. I'm saving that. Do you think I can watch the leftovers in Japan? I'm really. I'm already yes, worried but about. But the first season is really, really dark and kind of. You'll maybe. Wa- I wanted to turn it off, but it gets so good. Well, it's I know me it. when I get to a foreign destination, especially after a nice eleven and a half hour flight, I like to take a two day nap. So I was <laughs> planning on just getting an, an Airbnb, taking a good thirty six hour nap. But with that, I need a little bit of audio visual, and so I'm already worried because you hear. You know, I had a friend go to Jamaica. She couldn't log into BravoTV.com, which is oh, a nightmare. No, girl, you got to torrent that shit and you have it on not, a flash drive. Well, I'm not having the Japanese police roll up to my Airbnb because <laughs> no. I've just torrented a, a Bravo show. Get a VPN, torrent it here, and then take um, it with you to Japan. No, no marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll. <laughs> Like, what do I got to teach you how to do everything? Japern. <laughs> Japern. Japernjen? How can we make that work with uh, Shaz? That is so Japernjen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's running out with half her face missing. Sammy, and her friend I'm so is like, sorry. Black. Sammy's then, like, I've been here. I'll be here for two days. Like, she's like, these two, no, they're no, 15 minutes thing. into the movie. And these two are doing <laughs> Japernjen. <laughs> But to be fair, we feel like that after hour one, too. We're like, what are we even doing? I'm going to cry. So, no. <laughs> okay, so okay. she says one line that I have to talk about. Okay. She's like, Mom, you're so fat. Yeah. I was like, okay, Kelly's learned nothing like from this experience. She's you even haven't meaner learned to her fat Kaylee, mom. but that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So she's <laughs> really mean. <laughs> and then her mom's like, honey, you need to eat. And she's making like a toast with a top, like a whole stick of butter. No, on like it's too, like I love butter. No. That's that's when it's like whipped already so you can get it easily out. Yeah. Like I stopped buying whipped cream like that. No, so anyway, she's got this huge thing and she's like, honey, you need to eat. And she's like, mom, the less you sweat, the less you eat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, the more you sweat, the less you eat. That's the only reason I ever try and lose weight because I'm sweating. She said, the less you sweat, the less you eat. She said. It took me a minute to realize she means exercising. Uh, yeah. Because I sweat so much when I gain weight that I'm like, it's time to lose weight. No, she's eating four orange slices. Oh, my God. I hate her. How does Caroline Ray still keep her? Just kick her out. Honestly, also, like, are you rich? Like, in Christopher Columbus times, like, an orange was literally worth, like, half of your land. Like, isn't that how Christopher, isn't that how, like, 1492 started? It was, like, Columbus was given an orange by a child and then he discovered America. Like, or when Amy got the ship beaten out. Of, like, when I see citrus fruit, yes, I'm like, and oh, then you he oranges for breakfast and slaughtered a whole race of people yeah you see that's what oranges for breakfast do to you caroline ray knows better okay and you know what i will say my native american heritage not appreciating that right now christopher <laughs> columbus yeah exactly not proud of you christopher columbus hey we made it up to you okay so 
<laughs> the phone, yeah. Uh, the phone rings, but it's Michael telling her she forgot yet another date. So Allie shows up to the bonfire at the beach, and Kendall's wasted and walking around with a can on her head. And she's like, "Hi, should I keep this here till I'm prom queen next year?" And uh, Kendall's like, "You should wait till the votes are counted or something." It's like literally like it's this fight about who's going to be prom queen next year, like as if either one of them is like the ringer. And so. Um, she's like, you know what? You need to lighten up. You've been a killjoy all summer. And then she like walks away with the can on her head. And Michael's like, yeah, you have been a, a killjoy all summer. Like, if you need help with your math homework, let me know. But I can't even do Sudoku. <laughs> which <laughs> the literally shock of the entire film. Which I was like, I'm going to Japan. I love Sudoku. Um, so not I'm just dragging by the ship that literally, like, there might not be a world. I might not, like, literally be able to use my passport in, like, two months. But, like, let alone six months from now. In the new year, we're all going to die. George is at Allie's house right now. So he's pissed. He's been sitting on the front sta- uh, on the front stoop with, like, a folder. And he sees her and he's like, wow, look at you. You're really pretty, huh? Yeah, look at you. I Googled you. Oh, really, George? And she's now like. Now you've Googled her? Do- Thanks. You didn't Google her before. And if you had Google so handy, why has Ramona still got an answering machine at home? Yeah. And also Google was like only five years old in this movie. So like I would like to recognize that. It's like, yeah, you're a star athlete. Um, But he's like, you're really pretty, huh? And she's like, thanks, George. And he goes, it's not a compliment. It's He goes, it's not a compliment. It's just an observation. So he gives her notes and a practice test. He's like, you know, you underestimate yourself. Um. I'm going to go study with Ramona. I'd invite her, but you know, the whole she wants you dead thing. Which I'm and like, if Ramona wanted her dead, she could have it. a bite of cheese fries either. Don't think we didn't notice. You know that him and Ramona were talking one day and they're like, can you believe that bitch? I noticed she never ate any of those cheese fries. You know, Ramona would have figured this out a long time ago. Well, here's the thing is that she did gain. Remember when. Uh, Jamie's like, oh, sob story. Because she's like, hey, I've gained 10 pounds since I did this. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Like, so she might have eaten like two cheese fries because she gained 10 pounds. <laughs> she didn't. Because even in that binge thing in the car when Ramona's like, let's binge on net bars and talk about dead people and obesity and diabetes. Yeah. And she's like, um, uh, no, thank you. Okay, but like, so if like some women wear like ankle weights to like vacuum the house, and my this God, girl's my biggest wa- nightmare ankle weights. And this girl's walking around in a fat suit all day. Like, how did she gain ten pounds? Unless she's literally the qu- like the cheese. And fry how did queen. she not sweat? And how did she keep on that face? Yeah, we're getting too method. She's We're getting too to real. pills. So <laughs> Allie cramps for her test. Uh, she's drinking energy drinks to get through her study session, which is like literally the least healthy thing you can do for your body. Like she throws like. What I'm like, she's not drinking soda to stay up late. Like, so she throws this can into the trash can, and there's literally like, it's my bedroom trash can, but instead of Lacroix, it's all Red Bull energy <laughs> drinks. Like, this, I was gonna snap my bedroom trash can the other day because literally there's like 20 cans of Lacroix in there, and it's like, well, someone has a problem. Uh, but no, like, uh, you know, her daughter one day is gonna be like, Mom, why'd you ruin our life with your Red Bull addiction? Your I mean, sugar free Red Bull. Fat. I mean, honestly, though, like Red Bull, if I see a Monster Energy drink, I'm like, it's only six months. That person is either already doing pills or they'll be doing meth in six months. Yes, exactly. The mere sight of being willing to be seen with the Monster Energy drink is a sure sign that you are on drugs. (laughs) So, um, 
Okay, so <laughs> they get to they go. She goes to take the test. Ramona and George are like disgusted with her. Allie finishes her just quiz, quickly, and she goes chasing after Ramona. Ramona like rips into her, and she's Girl, like, "Oh, Ramona, I wouldn't fuck with Ramona." Ramona's about to run her down with her car too, and she's like, "What? Why would you even talk to me? So the token fat girl can ease your conscience? Did you watch my breakdown of her beers with your skinny friends?" I love this. When she goes, you think you can put on fat drag and know what it's like to be me? That's like putting on a lab coat and saying you're a doctor. And then Allie goes, it's fair. I deserve that. (laughs) She's like, by the way, I prescribe you diabetes medication. (laughs) By the way, your um, prescription's been filled for two and a half weeks. I got a call from CVS asking if I've heard from you. Are you dead? Um, Am I speaking to the ghost of Ramona? I copied all your answers on the test. Um, so Ramona's like... Yeah, she tells her off. And she's like, but I needed the money. And here's my takeaway from this whole scene. I loved Ramona just going off. She deserved to go off. And Kay- Kaylee's an asshole. But why did Ramona suddenly start using, like, pomade and a curling iron? It bugged me for the rest of the... Suddenly now she's got, like, this perfectly curled hair. And it's, she's like, like you know what? That bitch ain't shit. I've been coming to school intimidated by Ellie. I have my last day of AP bio, and I'm going to curl these. I'm curling the fuck yes, out of my yeah, hair. Yeah, girl. I'm putting in my jelly, and I'm curling. I so may she be goes, fat, and I may be a loser, but at least I'm not a liar. At least I'm not you. That's what she says. <laughs> so Allie and her friend show the teacher the documentary. She goes He's through impressed. that Kathy Bates like Tawanda look as she drives off. Like she's driving yeah. off in her car and she's like, I feel like <laughs> Sorry, Wags. And I'm also like, Ramona must be nice. Like you realize Allie's so poor that she has to live above, like below a prosthesis guy in a three bedroom duplex with her parents and also like, like doesn't even have a car to drive away. Like angry. <laughs> She I know. She's like, you have from... an answering machine at your house. Okay? I mean, I didn't have a car in high school. I was very, I was broke. Uh, I mean, I'm from, I'm, I'm not, I'm not poor shaming these people either. Girl, I'm reality shaming sweet myself. Bowling alley grill money. She goes, I... okay, you put that into the caddy. So, um, <laughs> Allie and her friend show the teacher their documentary. He's, like, impressed, but he's like, there's no ending. He's like, you got to have a beginning, middle, and end. I need something big, a powerful finish. He's like, I think you've got a shot at winning this thing, though. I want something fat with the pH, everybody. Don't get so excited. So So at home, the mom's like, honey, we need to talk. And she's like, is this an intervention? Because you're the fat one. She's like, no. It's like, we love you, and we're concerned, and you're moody, and you're secretive, and you're not eating cheesecake. If you have drugs or you have an eating disorder... (laughs) We're worried. And she's like, you're worried about my health, you hypocrite, you fat bitch. I'm like, whoa. How does this girl still not learn anything? She's hungry. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can think is, like, if she's not on drugs, she's hungry. Like, that fat suit, (laughs) carrying around 20 pounds of weight with you everywhere you go. Tell me about it. On top of having to take an AP bio test, when from all we've learned about you, was that, like, you're a functioning special ed kid. Yes. Like this is all we've learned. Well, I love in that store scene when the late when uh, the lady was being rude and she's like, "I need you to leave," and she goes, "You need some carbs." And you're like, "You cannot make fat girl jokes." No, like literally, <laughs> that's what I said. I'm like, "You need some carbs." Like literally, eat a sandwich is so rude. So like when I became super anorexic and I came back to college and I only weighed 94 pounds. Whoa. Uh, between junior and senior year, like. So I had a scale. I was interning out here, and I had a scale in my closet. And I realized when I got to L.A. that I weighed exactly 100 pounds. And I was like, by the end of summer, I will weigh 95 pounds. Whoa. And so the sickest thing was me having a scale in my closet. Because if I gained one pound, like, I would 
be like freaked out. And I've never been bulimic. I just wouldn't eat. Well, I tried that. It's hard. Dude, I, I was here for one summer. I was here for eight weeks. I had one box of Teddy Grahams that entire month, two weeks, and that's all I oh ate. God. I would just eat like a brown Teddy, a little chocolate Teddy Graham. Little chocolate Teddy Graham. And then I would eat like um, uh, cucumber roll sushi. Oh my like two God, pieces malls. for lunch. I know. Um, and I would uh, eat Coca-Cola and cigarettes. That was my other. <laughs> uh, so, my air sandwiches, as I call them. Like, so um, anyway, so what I will say is when I came back to school, I was like 94 pounds. And like literally people will say to you, because I was like, you know, I like was a size eight. And then I went from a size eight to a size double zero. And that was alarming to some people, as it should be. And I remember some people saying to me, like, literally, like, they were like, Malls, like, eat a sandwich. And I was like, well, that's you just a- can't fucking win. You I'm know? also like, that's real life. Like, people literally say, eat oh, yeah. a sandwich in real life. Yeah, they comment on people, we, I mean, as, a, as people, yeah, comment on it all the time. And people think, oh, it's just when you're fat. You know, it's not really. Because if you look at my way, if I lose 10 pounds, everybody's like, you look great. I was just saved from some horrible disease. Like everybody has to comment on it and ask like what you did to fix yourself or whatever. And then you get thin and then you feel too fat. And then people look at you because you're too fat because you're not as thin as a thin baby. Do you know what I had a guy say to me at a party once? Huh? You look really healthy. Like, as if I was a cancer patient. Like Dude, that's le- what guys say to each other when we gain weight. They go, hey, Ronnie, you've been working out? Yeah, I've been fucking working out. No, I think I've you like meant like I had like, blood in my cheeks or whatever. And I was like... I like your old, I was like, I haven't drank in like four weeks. And he was like, oh, that might be it. And I was like, also, I haven't lost any weight or changed or anything. Like, what do you mean I look really healthy? Like... <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Did I look like I was gray and I had yellow eyes and I needed to detox? Like, what are you saying? I look really healthy. Was I wearing a bald cap last time you saw me? Like, what happened? It was so disturbing. You look really healthy. And I hadn't gained any weight at all. It was the most disturbing thing that's ever happened to it me. It is. People never stop fucking commenting on your weight. Just ever. don't talk. Thin, fat, yeah. You just can't say anything, really. Here, coming from me and Ronnie Karam, yeah, no, yeah. just don't talk. Yeah, just, <laughs> like five hours later on this hour and a half movie. I want to impart something to you guys. So um, so we can skip through most of this, right? Yeah, so blah, blah, blah. Kendall says she's been seeing Mike. She and starts trying to compete with her over the boring. boyfriend. It's like no one cares about you. Yeah. And then when does... Should we just skip to the part where, oh, well, we have to do the part where the brother thanks her. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, sister, I just wanted to say thank you. Because you know how you told me to force myself on those girls who obviously had no attraction to me? She's yeah. like, yeah, did it work? Is someone pregnant? And he's like, no, but it, re- it made me realize that rejection didn't make me explode. And now I'm just going to hit on chicks until one says yes. No, like literally, like it was, it, <laughs> he went from zero to perv and like two seconds. Like it was too much for me. Like I couldn't. It's I was like, like, thank you. You just made a total said, perv you know, out of your That's my man. You know, that's my boy. Like uh, I gotta, I've gotta he respect my says, man. It's a numbers game. I realized it's a numbers game. I know. So. That's like me on Tinder, being like, volume, honey, <laughs> volume. You gotta swipe, swipe, swipe till you meet the one. So um, let's play a clip from 
111 to 112.23 when poor Caroline Ray discovers the videotape. And just has the same facial expression. Fine. I hated that you were fatter than all the other moms. I hated the fights I got into at school defending you. I hated how scared I got when you got sick. That's enough. You make me afraid of my own body. Stop you it. You know how twisted that is? Look, I might not be ashamed of you, but you should be. Mom, I'm so sorry. I did not mean what I just said. Allie? Mom, open the door. I'm sorry. Allie, what did you do? Um, okay, so whatever. She, like, ruined her mom's life. So then Jamie well, you know, and she's Allie. she's so mean. Like, her mom's not used to being yelled at for having diabetes No, or like, literally. Also, like, as if her husband, like, fucked her during that entire thing. Like, they maybe are just getting back to having sex. And then all of a sudden she's going on blood pressure medication again because she can't lay off the butter at breakfast. <laughs> Like, also, people who can eat breakfast disgust me. Like, if you're going to have one meal a day, You know what? It is addictive. It's another addiction. Oh, breakfast? I started having it just for fun because uh, Ben, my podcast partner, every day, like, I have to eat breakfast or I'm hangry. Like, he's talking, and he's very healthy. Yeah. But it made me think, like, breakfast. So today I made a big thing of migas, which is, you know what that is? Yeah, no. It's eggs, cheese, I, chips, and salsa all stirred together. Ronnie, that is not <laughs> breakfast. Migas, you called it? It's a, this Mexican breakfast, baby. Yeah, okay, why. so she's really mean. And she's like, like, everyone's yeah, like, so afraid to hurt your feelings. I was like, since when? You've been a bitch this whole time. She's like, you binge when you get upset. You held us hostage. Okay, we just watched that. So Janie and Allie are hanging out now. And Janie tells you that she wants to. That <laughs> it's if like she my w- favorite monologue. Why do we keep showing the best monologues? I needed to do a Kelly monologue oh, to you Caroline. Want- do the monologue. Oh no, forget it. It's over now. Caroline's locked in the bathroom now. Now where are we? Oh my god. Well, Kelly- if you want to like improv a monologue, <laughs> we can, but like I'm not going to make our no, audience listen I to it. I literally twice. wrote down word for word. I'm not going to improvise anything. I'm just playing with you. No, I so don't. now they're nerd oh, like mo- Ronnie's movie hit editing. You when you guys are like done listening. <laughs> so, um Janie and Allie are hanging out and uh, Jamie and Allie are hanging out and she tells her that if she wants to give up, she can't. And Jamie's like, "Hey, you're my ideas girl." Um <laughs> Okay, she's like, so she literally says, Ali, you're my ideas girl. And then Kaylee goes, What's my big ending? Kaylee goes, You know what we're missing? The why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We know I'm the who, what, when, where. I'm going to show up to that party with my friends as fat Ali, and I'm going to see how they treat me. And then her friend Katie goes, goes, Okay, Tiger, <laughs> settle down. Which is another, because like, also, Ali says it so calmly and so like plainly spoken. Like, she's literally like, I'm going to go to the party tonight and I'm going to see my friends. And she's like, okay, tiger, settle down. And it's like, i like, why did you just turn into Austin powers? Like literally she just said, she's, she's going like, to go to um, a party. Behave. Yeah. Okay. She's like, Oh, behave. But also how is that the why? I don't understand how showing. No, up it's, not the why. it's not the why. It's not the why. Uh, so YMCA. I got on my camera purse for wide shots. No pun intended. You see, there's so many bad, bad words in here. Trickery okay. Words. So, so they go to, the go to the party. Yeah, this movie okay. is oh, slapdash, this is, right? This is my favorite. Okay, okay, we're, okay, okay. We're getting really fucking close to my favorite part. So when they walk into the mo- when they walk into the fucking place, they're playing a Limp Bizkit sound alike song. Okay, and it's like a rap rock, like sort of like Three Eleven. Which anyone who knows me, you know that Amber's the color of my energy. Like I love to go down, down. Like that is my shit. I like that is my. I am some fucking three. I am Three Eleven hardcore. Okay, there's one day of this year that matters to me. That's March fucking eleventh, bitch. Okay, 
I am. No, I'm 311. That's my shit. So I lose my mind. Okay. So they're going in. Ellie spills a drink on a guy and he's like, I'm, she's like, I'm so sorry. He goes, that's all right. That's why God made refills. Um, and no. Janie's holding her purse camera. Do you want to describe the purse camera before I drop the best lyric that's in this song? I didn't even notice the purse camera, but I did like that. She's like, oh my God, it's like a Mentos commercial in here. So Janie's camera is in like a little, like, I, I guess you would call it like a, I don't know, like a baguette purse. I think that was the name of those in the 90s or whatever, or in the early 2000s, where it'd be like a little purse with like a small strap that just goes under one arm. Like you can't crossbody it. It's not a handbag. It's just like it goes on your, it's an it's a shoulder bag, but like it's, a, I think they call it a baguette purse. I might be wrong, but like you hold know. it I'm on your armpit. So I know diaper bag purse. So like literally the way she's holding that is that if I were to take this pillow, and let's say if I, okay, I'm going to take this lamb chop. Okay. Let's say there's a camera. This is a, I'm holding a stuffed lamb chop. Wax is going crazy. If, trying I'm, to get if it. I'm holding a stuffed lamb chop, this is how she's holding her purse at the party. <laughs> like she's holding it. She's like holding a phone. Her, she's holding her purse to her ear. eye level. Like literally like I'm like, Janie, as if you didn't have enough not going for you. You literally cannot afford to be walking around a party holding a chartreuse purse to your ear. Oh, like, I was like, it's why a- is Tina Fey on the phone with her purse? <laughs> How? Why is Tina Fey here with Zach Morris's cell phone? And why is it chartreuse now? They made a cover? Tight. Um, also, they're making people look better than they are in this scene. They, they, they're just not consistent. Like, that guy is like, that's why they made refills. And then he turns around and he's like, who invited the whale? Yes, of course, that's mean. But he was nice to her face, kind of. It's like, when no, did these people start to nice. evolve? Like, that's why God, so, by the way, that's why God It's invented- like you already won and nobody even knows you're hiding. You know? And, like, by the way, whoever wrote this is clearly a nihilist or whatever because that's why God invented cheese fries or and that's why God invented refills. <laughs> like, literally, like, that's the best you have. Like, it went, like there was no punch. That's, that's why God invented Mentos, okay? Okay. So, all the- so wait, can I tell you that my favorite? So, I hear yeah. there's, like, a, a line that, like, because they started to really, like, jam on the song. I should just be, it was like, oh, should Sammy play, like, 15 seconds of the song? He goes, I got a Caesar salad from a guy named Sid. That is... The song, I got a Caesar salad from a guy named Sid. I went back and listened to it. I got a Caesar salad from a guy named Sid. Is this a song about being at California Pizza Kitchen? Like, what is this song? Like, what is this song? It's about getting high in your parents' car with the police chasing you right after you left CPK. Like, that's all I can imagine this song is about. I got a Caesar salad from a guy named Sid. What? Oh my god. Well, Did you miss that? <laughs> yes. That to me was the And I wrote down so many lyrics away. throughout this thing about these like powerful women. It's like she yells at Caroline Ray and then it's like, I could do anything. Like you just yelled at your mom. Like why would no. they choose that song? No, it's like scene? when you're brave and alone. <laughs> like everything is just like so fun. It's so sad. But like I got a Caesar salad from a guy named Sid. So I got a Caesar salad from a guy named Sid. 
Like that is my. That's like their big finale number. That's my new eight inches cut. Like that so, literally is my new eight inches cut. Okay. So what finally puts her over the edge she after sees my... all of the shit she goes through in this movie? Oh my god! So someone goes. How's it going? Tubs of fun. Right. We should play sixteen thirty-eight to one nineteen twenty-two. That's when she's like, I've lost it. Tubs of fun. We're about to see the wheels fall off the goddamn car, baby. (laughs) Michael. (laughs) You are such a tease. You totally said you were coming. Yeah, I got off early. Hey, have you seen Allie? I've been trying to call her all night. Okay, look. You know I love her, but she is so fake with her nice all the time routine. I mean, how do you stand it? She's not right for you. <laughs> and who is? Look, for the record, Ali's about the only non-fake girl I know of. What are you doing out here? We have to go. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Calm down. I've been through this stuff all month. No, not with friends. It's different with friends. It's much, much worse. Ah, uh, this was your idea. I know, and I was wrong. I, I should have listened to you. You were right. I, I thought this would help make up what I did to my mom and Ramona, but it's, it's just, it's making things so much worse. Oh, my God. Is this because your stupid boyfriend is here? It is, isn't it? You don't want pretty boy. You know what? You look like fat. I'm sick of lying to people that trust me. Hey, how's it going, Tons of Fun? I don't remember inviting you. Come on, baby, dance. I get it. It's very funny. I'm really trying to go. Can you please stop? I'm really going to leave now. Please stop. Please stop. Thank you. My God. Hey, somebody get the forklift. (laughs) Knock it off. You're such a jerk. What? Can't anyone take a joke anymore? A joke? Is that your idea? Of a joke? You know, I thought maybe you guys would call me a couple of names. Or you wouldn't let me in. But this? I may have come here under false pretenses, but you're the ones that should be ashamed. Allie? Oh my god. Okay, this is really weird. What the hell is going on here? An experiment. Most of you failed. I came here to film how a fat girl would get treated by people who liked her before she was fat. Wait, film? Like cameras? Okay, this is getting really lame. I came here with Janie. Neither of us were invited yet. I was the one that got pushed around, called names. Why do you think that is? Eddie? You can't answer, can you? What about the rest of you? I didn't do anything or just kept laughing. How funny is it now? Okay, I think maybe you should go. I'm sorry for lying. But not for this. Did you get what you needed? (laughs) Do you think that maybe that was a suggestion she should order a salad? (laughs) Well, Caesar's like the fattiest salad I was you just can order. Gonna you say, know that, right? That's like literally the that's the lateral move that a person who like is dieting. <laughs> that's like, like makes going it, to like, Applebee's and I'm ordering a salad good today. I'm yeah. ordering a Caesar, and it's like you know that they like put sugar on the lettuce, right? 
Like the lettuce. No, like like the, when you read whenever it's you read true. a when magazine you read the reveal counts, of like no, yes. it's like they they're like they literally put so much sugar in a restaurant salad that you got to Caesar salad Truly. from a guy named Sid. Like, I used to work at Applebee's too, and those Sid salads to they're you? like French fries. <laughs> <laughs> they're like French fries over ranch with some iceberg. So I'm going to tell you my final notes from the movie, and then you can go over yours. Okay, because they're very brief. Allie and her parents have a heart-to-heart. They are cool. Ramona and Allie have a heart-to-heart. They are cool. Ramona, Allie and Janie show their documentary at school, and they are cool. Mike and Allie decide to stay together. It's great. She invites him to coffee with George. Okay, I have to stop you because this fucking boyfriend. <laughs> okay, so this whole movie, you're like, well, he's thin, but he's nice, right? Like, he never says anything, but you're waiting it. for yeah. him to be like, oh, my God, you were that fat girl. I still love you, even though you were, or like, maybe for him to flirt with her. Yeah. But she goes, well, you would still love me, right? Like, if I, if I was really this way. And he goes... Nah, bitch. Well, not really. <laughs> You're like, not really, girl. It's like, we both like working out. That's like what we do. So, and she's like, okay, happy ending. And then she talks to her dad and she's like, dad. He's like, why do you hate your mother? Be nice to her. Look. He's like, she always orders the molten lava cake at Cheesecake Factory when I'm trying to get the Caesar salad from the guy named Sid. <laughs> she's like, she chose food over me. Mom. I like so- eating cheesecake. <laughs> I mean, so it's like, who cares? Out. Who wouldn't choose? I choose food over you, Kaylee. Okay, so I- that was. I have to say, this is the biggest shocker to me. I start crying at the end. Not this part, but sell the very away, part where she. Oh, oh my God! Parmesan, oh. Parmesan, Parmesan, people. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear about when you cried, but can I tell you what I just found out? Yeah. So I always mark my birthday, January 10th, by a very important date. January 8th. Do you know whose birthday that is? No, but January 6th is my birthday. Elvis Presley. Girl, that's how I'm going to die. Heart attack on a toilet. came out on January 8th. 2007 damn and then oh my god wait oh my god wait what's today just so wait the other okay so it also it premiered in sweden on october 5th 2012 we're recording this right now on the 10th i feel like this is all aligning astrologically for us should i look up the movie star chart while you are doing look up the numerology of caesar okay (sighs) (laughs) the numerology of caesar salad so while you google I will cry at anything. So she does this monologue at the end, and it's one of those, like, you know one of those commercials where, like, they're, we're all the same. Like, I'm white. I'm Asian. I'm a man. I'm fat. I'm thin. I, you know, whatever. And they all morph. They keep morphing into each other. So she did that, and I was like, oh, you can't get me with this, you stupid thin girl pretending to be fat. Like, I was totally Ramona-ing it. Also, I have to mention that Ramona... Finally, when she forgave her, kind of, she's like, I don't forgive you, but it's okay. And she goes, do you want to hang out? And Ramona goes, no. <laughs> okay, so that didn't make me cry. So she starts going through the face morphing thing, and she's like, but I learned it was more about weight. It was like the black it or was, white video. Yes. Like, it was like. <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter whether you're black or white. What matters is V-neck sweaters that are light blue in color. And I was like, oh. And she's like. 
don't let the world tell you who you are. You tell the world. And I was like, Ugh. I don't know why. And I felt like such, I wrote you fucking pussy. That's how, that's how <laughs> That's I'm, what you were mean to yourself. You degraded yourself in your own notes. Yes. I mean, I had an empty box too. of dominoes. <laughs> I'm in my Crocs. You're crying. <laughs> I'm I'd, writing I'd, 10 pages of notes about like this To be fat like me quote, yeah. Yes. And then I end up crying. Okay, so I'd like to read you some stuff. Thank you, you guys, for listening to Fat Like Me. I don't turn this off because we've got a lot more for you. So the Latin meaning. <laughs> After this three parts. Caesar is a Latin baby name. The Latin meaning of Caesar is hairy child, long-haired. Really? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Caesar bald? He is in all the pizza boxes. The name Caesar has three syllables. It begins with the letter C. The name Caesar has a numerology value of six. In numerology terms, this means the following. Home. The place in which one's domestic affections are centered. The place or region where someone is native or most common. Family. A basic basic social unit consisting of parents and their children considered as a group, whether dwelling together or not. The traditional family. Now, I think that that was like, gotta seize yourself from a guy named Sid. Like, I think that this is like Allie's like true soul seeping through in that moment. Cause like, this is actually, this is actually like aligning with her home situation. Except that she's a total bitch to everybody at home. She can't wait to leave. Your numerology. You don't deserve it. Your response, your responsibility and your numerology. Ready? The yeah. state or fact of being responsible. An instance of being responsible. Wait, whose numerology that? Six. Oh, okay. A Caesar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm with you. A particular burden of obligation upon one who is responsible. Played by Caroline Ray. <laughs> it's like literally the definition of what responsible is. Except they're, re- they're repeating know, the they're word like in the home, definition. A place you live. Reliability or dependability, especially in meaning debts or payments. She has a debt to uh, her fucking mother for the way she treated. So I can do a gender predictor. Do you want me to see what my gender is? Oh, gosh. Do you want me to do a test on my gender right now? Sure. Look, um, no. So let's do a, to be fat like me. So we got the release dates, company credits. Okay, do you want to do filming locations? You well, know. Don't this. we have to do the, um, don't we have to do the we're yes or no scale. or top toe thing? Oh, that's what we're doing now? No, not yet. What's the yes or no with Don't top call it to the toe? scale. It's fat like me. Um, yeah, the thing where at the end you give points. Yeah. Okay. So excited. Um. Victoria, British Columbia, Canada is where this was filmed. Typical. Poor Canada has to put up with a lot of cheap ass ladies in blue. Phoenix. You know, there's like rules there. Like, the glare in my Canada is so is beautiful. Like, it can be any city anywhere. Yeah. For real. It's like New York, but also a farm. Lots of Law and Orders filmed there. Ronnie, think about the best movie ever made while I go upstairs. Um, perhaps Lee Daniels, the butler. Score it on your bingo card. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'll be right back. I got to pee. Ronnie's sinking. Okay. So, Ronnie, um, hi. This is Molly McAleer speaking live from my apartment. Drunk kind of AF? <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm buzzed. I, have a, I would say I have a solid buzz on. Had a girl. Do you want to know what this means? What? I've been drinking less. Atta girl. Because I've probably had two and a half glasses of wine. And like, honey, I'm a little like housewife turned right now. I'm a little like, okay. Well, it's this time of night and I'm not drinking. So I think Who that means I deserve Who didn't replace the Swiffer? Who didn't take the Swiffer off the Swiffer? Okay, so can I get from you your all-time favorite movie? 
of all time. Yeah, like you think the finest film ever made. Soap Dish. Soap Dish. Okay. So Soap Dish is a one. Yeah. Mother May Sleep With Danger, starring Tori Spelling, is a fat five. Okay. A big fat five for this <laughs> okay. movie. Okay. Is this movie closer to Soap Dish or Mother May Sleep With Danger? Acting. Uh, this is closer to Mother May I Sleep With Danger. Okay, I would like say where? four or five. You think it's a four? Yeah. This is yeah. pretty class. Well, because it's like a, the, a lot of these characters were in different movies. I will say that yes. like Ramona, I actually think Ramona gave me the most. Yes. Well, Ramona did the most, I think, with her hair acting. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to give it to and Ramona. And also nut bar acting. Yes. Also the skinny guy with like a creepy fetish. And Mr. Johnson waiting outside the bathroom. Like there was a lot I... I liked. I liked the glove compartment, like, close-up cutaway. Like, I think her hand did a great job opening up the <laughs> glove compartment in that I scene. think the nut bars did a great job. Yeah, the nut, yeah. The nut bars fell hev- in a heavenly way. <laughs> so, underreaction. Something happened, and the character completely underreacted. Literally, for well, me... let's see. Underreacted. I thought the, the broken leg was a big underreaction from the entire family. True. Because they were like, oh, you blew your college scholarship because some girl fell on your leg. Like, we're not going to go fucking Irish beat the shit out of these girls. Like, okay, like, well, whatever. Well, and the queen of underact- underreaction is Caroline Ray. Like, literally, she never moves her face. She's and like, her bun stayed in place. The, her wispy bun stayed in place the whole time. Mm-hmm. I would have to give, I mean, Soap Dish is not underreaction Mike, at all. Mike underreacted a lot. He'd be like, so what, you're busy? Oh, God, the boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all know how he got his job. He was cute, though. I mean, he wasn't given a lot. For me, I'm this gonna is just like say a middle three. of the road for an underreaction. This is a fat three, big fat three. <sighs> um, so overreactions, like anything where you were like, "Babe, are you okay?" Like, I have to say no. I have to say this is one of the most vanilla acted shows I've seen. Right? It was pretty straightforward. I will say that, like. I think that sometimes when, I, when I'm going to go and redo the scale for season three, if you guys make it happen at patreon.com slash MMISWP, um, if you go make that happen, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think overreactions and jokes fall a lot more in the same category than I realized the first time around, as well as a ordered Caesar salad from a guy named Sid. Like that, like music is I a mean, big deal. I mean, nobody reacted these to that. Musics are, the mu- these musics are a big deal to me. Okay, overreactions, one to five. What do you give that? I don't think there was any overreacting. Do you? I mean, I love yes, this movie. I think this I hate entire to say, movie was an overreaction. I don't think anybody even She's like, showed Mom, you any... got diabetes? I'm fucking going to kill myself. I know, but like, like a normal overreaction would be like beating your child or like sobbing. Like even when she heard that video of like, my mom's disgusting and she's a blob. I'm just, I don't want to turn into her. Caroline Ray was like, know, my I'm really upset. And then like kind of slammed the door oh, silently. No, my mom would have pulled a fucking baseball bat out from behind her bed and beat the shit out Girl, of me. my mom would have hit me with hide. her hands, a fly swatter, a so wooden spoon. So that's what I'm saying. When you go and you cry in the bathroom <laughs> like the little bitch you are, Caroline Ray. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah. Um, My mom would beat me and then sob for real and break things and act like she's the victim. Mm-hmm. So that was not a lot. So yeah. So comparatively, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give. This, I mean, I know I'm comparing. You know, Caroline I'm gonna Ray come to in mom, on this and say I'm gonna give this a three as well. 
Yeah, even though I love this movie, I have to give the overreact. Even Dialogue. when Ramona got mad and like drove off in her car with that evil car look, that even wasn't too well, much she did to a me. Lot I thought of, like, when, I mean, it was reasonable. Most of your script is literally quotes from Kaylee Cuoco's IMDb page. Like you <laughs> literally have to realize people are a mirror. Okay, so like when you look in the mirror, you have to accept also that like things are a scale. What? So dialogue, dialogue on a scale of soap dish to Mother May I Sleep with Danger. I mean, we're talking. We got zingers here. Okay, we've got all. This was pretty good. I mean, we are saying, or I have said a million times, people are like a mirror. I mean, that was pretty good, and the cheese fries lines were pretty good. I just thought of something. I need to have foreshadowing in the scale next year. Because the pig nose falling literally meant yeah, everything Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, also the title. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of happened first. <laughs> yeah, and uh, concussed like me also as well. Like, literally, by the way, I'm making that. If you guys are interested in making a student film, I have a backyard. To cuss like me? What'd you say? Um, concussed like me. Like yeah, me. <laughs> we're gonna film. We're gonna film an old school 1950s football thing, and then I'm gonna put on an old, a vintage dress of mine, and then ha- someone's gonna come down here and slap me, and I'm not gonna realize that it's the 1950s, and they're dealing with whatever it is that football stars have now. Uh, <laughs> well, the 1950s is when dialogue, they ate butter like Caroline Ray did in this. So I'm gonna give the dialogue like, also, a five. Sar- let's sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yeah, moo. Moo. This is Wide a poor. Load. I mean, a five. Like, That's okay, a five. actually, yeah. this is a five. That's right. a five. Yeah. Okay, wardrobe. So there's an overall. I mean, V-neck. Seriously, V-neck light blue sweaters. That I mean, someone, everybody. Like your favorite store, Ross Dress for Less. Someone went into Ross Dress for Less and just fucking. Girl, no. Ross would have like some zebra print. Looted the joint. It would have been like. <laughs> they looted Ross. Is not Ross. Ross is like zebra print or like terrible moo-moos, but they, they fit tight. They were in Steve Irwin's <laughs> personal hope chest for Bindi and whatever the younger okay, one's Okay, so wardrobe. Bindi and Lizard. What's the kid's name? It's like his name is something like that, right? I don't know. It's he like, was just it's like, so No, like, it's like iguana. He like, was it's so aggro. Like, He's like, crocodiles. I was like, yeah, stop it. Like, Get out of here. Like, yeah, can't. I couldn't with him. Um, okay, so for wardrobe, I'm going to give this like a three because it made me sad. Me too, but I think that was the point. They're like, look, doughy white people. Okay. Like, okay. okay. So I'll, I'll say four. Oh, well, you, no, you know no, no that's closer to soap dish, son. No, no, one is closer to soap dish. Oh, okay, you know the scale. Okay, yeah. sometimes oh, yeah, you will find the soap. Dishes, so you want to give this a I mean, four. soap dish had turbans a big and soap opera clothes. Yeah. Okay, so we have wigs and weaves, which really only in this I would give to wigs and weaves, I would say um, Kaylee's under dye. Well, this was a five for me. Oh, because it's a five. It's very lifetime, yeah. Everything was like Mike had that like JTT hair. Yeah, where it's like if you just went like this, you'd be like, and that was um, like do his I want to fuck you? What's going on? Yeah, yeah they okay. made people do their real hair. I feel like Caroline Ray put that wispy bun up one time and just stayed in her trailer like Ronnie, that for three weeks. I'm gonna tell you something. Are we about to like fucking clear the game for this? Okay, I think we went. Literally, this might be the number. This one. This is like, a classic. Well, because the next category is makeup. Oh, well, makeup's, yeah, a five. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, the makeup's makeup? a five. Yeah, the makeup was a five. Because even when shit. she ripped off her face, she Fuck. only ripped off, like, the beard part. 
Here's where we're going to start to make up for stuff. Okay, so crying. There was no big crying jag. Like, even when Kaylee Cuoco was laying on her, like, Mexican sombrero No, she was pillow. too much of a cold bitch to cry. She would never cry. No, no, no. She's, She's too like, horrible to so cry. So we're going to give this a Caroline one. Ray didn't Caroline even cry. Caroline Ray had I mean, to go in the bathroom to cry. Yeah. Okay, and probably like, just, you, like, ate a tootsie roll in there. A self-soothing child. Yeah. No, leave yourself, like, no, literally. she didn't cry. Cry in public like the rest of us. Caroline Ray, Ray never cries. Victimization of the female character. Now, oh my god! I thought girl. about this a lot, and to me, the the female character is Ramona. <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. I was like, Allie, like I was like, well, every guy was, was fucking about, terrible. Like, so we watched revenge porn with Ben. Yeah, and Ben and I realized that like it wasn't the teen that was being revenge porn that was the victim. It was the mom that was like standing up, being like, "You were revenge porned, and that should be illegal." Oh, like she was the real hero. We figured out, like, yeah. We were like, they probably recut this for American Eyes. And we're like, okay, we're going to take out all the parts where, like, the mom is, like, establishing herself. And we're just going to, like, cut in the daughter being a slut. And then the mom's saving the day. And the mom's a real victim because she gets bullied by all the other moms. They're like, so what? Your daughter's a whore. Deal with it. Well, I'll tell you this much. Just getting older and watching as much Lifetime I do and being in in much real life as I am, moms are always the real victim, okay? Like, no matter okay. what we think our moms might have done, the or nut bar might for, be the victim in here, <laughs> honey. The our cheese parents part? put up with us, okay? Do you know anybody who made their parents' life easy? The mom is the victim. And when your daughter's doing some revenge porn shit, how do you think the make, that makes the mom feel? I She's think like, I what? made my mom's life a lot better. <laughs> what would that burnout have done? <laughs> <laughs> my mom is the victim. I'm with you on revenge porn. I'm the sh- no, my Shauna's like literally so beautiful and great. I literally like don't I don't I just needed to make the joke. But like literally like come on. You're gonna call them all the not highlight? Come on. Come on. I know. Good luck without me. Okay, Wanda. I can't get on a plane without getting free Tito's. Okay? I feel so guilty about my popularity. I gotta buy a Heineken for the elderly man next to me. That's how popular I am. I get a fat like me my way out of this free drink situation. So See, there we even are. that bitch never got anything free. She probably had to pay for her own cheese fries. I think that's major victimization. Now, okay, no, so crying, we're, we're gonna give, strong let's give crying a one because it's shit. Crying oh, I thought this shit. was victimization. No, we skipped over crying. Crying's a one, it's nothing. Yeah, crying. That, yeah, but soap dish, they did cry. But oh, no, no, I'm no, confused. but not like, but not bad Tori Spelling right, crying. Right, 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 right. Where it's like. <laughs> she's like Chewbacca crying. Yeah, okay, she's yeah. sloth crying. Yes. Like baby Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean she looks like that. I just I mean she has honestly, that cry. The irony of the fact that I snort laugh in a movie where I'm obsessed with the pig I've nose that falls downstairs. I snorted the whole time and also going, had like going. heaving pneumonia laugh. Yeah, and also, by the way, the only toys that Wags has been playing with besides tonight, and by the way, you should see, he has a lamb chop but shoved... he's still ready to bite your Oh, he's ready to bite the shit me. He has a lamb chop shoved under his nose, and he has literally a Christmas donut covering his asshole. Okay, this is what... Sammy, can you take a picture of this, of the lamb chop with the Christmas asshole? This is literally... And by the way, he's only been playing with pig toys. So today I was singing to a song today. I was like, my name's Wag and stuff. I got two pigs. Oink, 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 oink. I got four oinks, two pigs. <laughs> On the scale of my two pigs. My name's Susan and I got a Sid. What? Oh, my God. Okay, what's Victimization. Oh, victim. We're back to victimization. Are you no wearing- one, all the women were victimized, but they also victimized each other. So fuck this show. Okay. 
middle of the road. Three. Font. <laughs> Font. Okay. Well, I watched this with Dutch subtitles, so it was like, ma'am. <laughs> So the actual font, like I literally would say, reminded me of a Jason Biggs movie circa 1997, which is close to real for Lifetime. So um, I, f- I feel I, like this is like a three. Okay, I'll go with you on the three. So this let's... might be, a, like, Ronnie, this might be our highest rated movie of the season. I'm actually terrified. I mean, it's a classic movie. I, I will never forget it. Sammy, what's our score for this movie? 34. 34. Okay, I don't know what we've done this season. Let me check really quick. I haven't checked anything. I don't... Look, I'm just trying to hang on. My literal goal every day is to be hanging on, baby! Oh, I just found the scale. I was very wrong. Okay, so... The last update we have... Is twenty nine point five the oh we did for killer assistant got the, got a thirty five point five. What did killer assistant? Fuck that! That's not a classic. I've never even heard of that. It's okay, really let's go good. back and give stuff more points. So it's we can actually win. like really wrong. What I will tell you is that I've heard from a lot of people that when they're dealing with a hard time or a struggle in their life that they listen to the Jody Arias episode because it's not only the first episode. Of patreon.com slash M M I S W P. But it's it's us. And like so I've had you back twice on both seasons because you're my number one boo. Like you're for my like baby, baby. girl girl. And also no one like will get this like you where you're just like, yeah, like <laughs> I fucking cried today and I wore my crocs over your house. Like that's so me. Like it's like no, like literally if the reverse, if you were doing this podcast at your house, I don't want to say I would show up in prosthesis with like fat in a fat suit, but I definitely would take the forever lazy I'm planning on wearing for Halloween and fill it full of like stuffing from Joanne Fabrics and show up to your house like that. You can find Ronnie Karam on Watch for Crappens. Go to watchforcrappens.com. Is that correct? Yeah. Also go to at Ronnie Karam on Twitter. You can go to Batch... Bachelor feels what's it called? Oh, um, Rose Pricks. Rose Pricks. And also watch what crappens is on tour. Okay, they're on San tour. San Fran, November fourth, and then I don't know where it goes. And by the way, their live show in LA was lit. That was so. They've all been so much fucking fun. And do you want to know what's been really fun? It's been so fun. And then also, I bought your magnets. I bought your poetry magnets. But what I will tell you is that you had these Mike and Ikes. Okay. Oh yes, those were. Someone gave me those at the show, and they were a new, a new flavor to me. What were they? So they're what was called the Magic Mix. And they what I good. did, so yeah. I, so I went on Amazon, and I, you know, I, I, made, I played the fool. Like I bought those shits for one ninety nine. No, nine nine. No, I'm lying. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. you better get boxes. a blowjob from Mike and Ike. For That's what I'm saying. And by the way, did you know Mike and Ike are gay? No, but it makes sense. They got I mean, gay so married. They flavors. got gay married, and then they got divorced, and then they got remarried, and everyone was really excited for Mike and Ike. It was like a news item. They're so talented with their candy making. I, that kind was good, and then I had sweet and Boom. sour recently. Amazing. So anyway, listen to me. So I, then I went on DollarTree.com. That's a thing. I find the Mike and Ike mix and match ninety nine cents a pop. I got twenty four boxes coming to this house. Guess who's going to be eating Mike and Ike's mix, mix and matches Where in are Japan? They? 
your girl. They're on DollarTree.com. You guys, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Mother May Sleep with Podcast. This will probably not be the last episode, but if it is, I'm going to try and do many episodes anyway because I know a lot of people want to come on and talk in half an hour form, and I can get them to my house. I think I might even be able to get the guy from I Know My Name is Steven over here to do that. <laughs> yeah, so. next time I want a, the steward from the airline. Yeah, so we're, oh, Tommy? Tommy. No, I was talking about a star of a lifetime movie, but also Tommy will have to. Uh, anyway, you guys, love you so much. Thank you for listening. Sorry for everything I've done. And Sammy. No, never. Sammy Junio, thank you for joining us for our final three episodes of the season. Steven, Ray Morris, I love you so much. I love your mustache. love your face. Love everything you do. Proud of you. Ronnie, proud of you. Sassed with you. Also, sassed with you. Sassed with you. Wags. You're having part of your jaw removed in the morning. And I'm paying a lot of money for it. So, better not bite me tonight. Okay. Moo. Thank you for listening to Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes, Acast, or wherever you're listening to this right now. Want to help support the show? We've got a Patreon for that. Patreon.com slash M-M-I-S-W-P. If you can't donate but still want to help, we always appreciate a five-star review in the iTunes store with some kind words or passing this podcast on to your friends. You can find all of our social media pages and keep up with our ranking system by visiting mothermayisleepwithpodcast.com. Thank you to our producers, Stephen Ray Morris and Nicole Matthew, and of course you for going on this weird journey with us. Until next time, I'm Molly McAleer. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.